You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Monday the 28th. 30th. 30th. Fuck. 30th of January 2023. Back here with my good old friend. Old being the uh, word to focus on there. Old friend, Edward Simpson of 32 years old fame. Mm. Now, is that why you've dressed like an 18-year-old hip-hop dancer today? Is that, Are you trying to sort of like... I'm just trying to stay young. Tom. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm trying to stay young. I'm, st- I'm trying to stay vibrant. Yeah. Trying to ignore the back issues, the yep. graying hair, yep. the aging soul. Yeah. Trying to ignore all that, Tom. Yep. I'm trying to come in here on a Monday morning, be upbeat, be positive. Crunk. Be present. Be crunk. Be crunk. Um, I just need to be a better, a better version of myself every day. Um, and try to fucking ward off Father Time. Yeah. Who's got his claws into me in a big way. Oh, no, he, he's got his underhooks. Has he got your back? He's got me back, dude. Has he taken your back? He's got me back. Yeah. And listen, you know that I've got no ground game. Mm. I've got no wrestling game. I've no. got no game, generally. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm gameless, punters and dribblers. What's the opposite of ultimate? Because you're like that. Instead of the ultimate fighter, like you're the... Yes. Whatever that is. Find that yourself. But no, that's well, what we Dior mean. will probably find it. That's well, what he his might. Job is. No, it is. It is what his job is. But he, he, he's he will he's he's got to at least look. As long as I know that he's had a, a squeeze, I just want you to squeeze for me, bruh. On first squeeze, and I didn't want to do this to you, Eddie, but one of the ones that are first coming up is just worst. <laughs> <laughs> worst fighting yeah. championship. Listen, I mean, look, it's not worlds away. Is it's it? not worlds away. It's not worlds away. But I mean, fuck. It's not worlds away for either of us. It's yeah. Well, I mean, at least you got a fucking yellow belt in judo or something. It was uh, it was orange, three stripes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but you're right. At least I do have that under the mantle. Um, you do have that, brother. But 32. We're now only a year apart for a brief for window now, of time. From now, for, for, a, for a brief a, window of time. For a moment. Yeah. Uh, doesn't take away from the fact you're 35 next year. Mm-hmm. That's true. That does. That yeah, it's tough. It, it is That's got a ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, not a That's good one, ring. dude. That's got a yeah, ring. Yeah, it does. Fuck. 35. I don't want to talk about that so much because positive Monday, positive energy, positive vibes. Yep. yep. Um, did you enjoy your birthday? Fucking oath I did. I had a great time, mate. I had a fucking great time. Good. Boys took me to uh, Icebergs for lunch, thanks to Oliver and Andrew. Very kind. Bit of lobster pasta, Tom. That's nice. A few nice. cocktails. Yep. Martinis. Sounds nice. Tommy's margaritas. Mm. Rosé, not big day, but that's okay. Still nice. Not as nice. No. But nice enough. Mm. Nice view. Out of the fucking heat, mate. Well, that's it, right? It was In the air conditioning. As fuck. It just ripped and teared. Had a fucking ball. Yesterday, Ella and my sister took me to the boathouse in Rose Bay. It's Very good, nice. It? I told spot. you, dude, it's good. Very nice. It was spot. a bit sort of cloudy yesterday as well, but like on a bright blue bell summer's day. It was still, there was still some nice light pouring into that bitch though, yeah, you know? Like you, want, nice you, want to, you also want to get cover because she warm. I needed cover, got cover by the window. Nice vista, Tom. Yep. The sort of, the water's lapping up, you know? Yep. That's and what it again, is, just got into my work. Sunday after, Sunday's a good day to, to have a couple. Depending on what Monday brings. It just because it sort of, it just changes the. But I think it depends. The right? outlook of a Sunday. 
certainly you can wallow on a Sunday. Yeah, but if you've you can got, let Sunday, if you've again. got, if you've got a Monday that's got you by the fucking sack, then Sundays are bad anyway. Like again, not to regale everyone with my time in breakfast radio, but. No matter how nice a Sunday was, it was actually being shit on constantly by the fact that I had to do get up early the next day. Like it's just, oh, that's unavoidable. Yeah, I understand that, but you know, you, that's a that's a fairly specific example of having to get up at fucking two. Yeah, but even if you got to get up and what you got to go to like a big Excel presentation to all the bosses are in town. But if you're having a drink, it does take your mind off. Well, it, it certainly takes the edge off for a little bit, but it's un, you can't fully unwind. But I do get what you like, look. I, I like a Sunday s- session, as it were. I had a little one yesterday as well, it but can, I don't have a fucking it can boss be to better. ride my asshole today. That's right. It can be better though, Tom, than sitting there in you know with the curtains drawn. True. Not living in your bed, life. Not living your life. Scrolling. Worried about the impending work. You may as well just get out there and live your life. Counting hours, counting minutes. Mm. They go you don't quick want when that. you. They go quick when you're clock watching. All I'm saying, puns and dribbles, is around about ways. You got to get out there and rip sometimes. Mm. Take your mind off things. Yes, no, exactly right. Allow yourself to unwind, to enjoy the fruits of the world. Unwind by winding up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best ways scientifically to unwind is to fucking wind up. I've always said that. No, you have You've always, always said, said it. No, I have always said it. It's a mantra of ours. I, um, I got food poisoning. You did. So that was cool. You did. I haven't had that When for was, that? was that? that? That was Thursday night, Friday morning. Now, yes. thankfully... On the spectrum of food poisoning, mm-hmm. it was not too fucked. Like, so me, my sister, There's and Carly had it. Sister was worse. And it was from a pizza joint known to this podcast, I won't say, because you can't prove unequivocally. Someone said that, like, people swimming in Bondi were getting gastro because of it was in the water. So I was like, well, fuck. Did everyone that ate the pizza swim in Bondi? Like, for example? Like, yeah. So it could have been that. That's what I mean. But it's just like gastro to me without knowing is like, oh, you've got it for a long time. This was more like a food poisoning time period. Gastro, I feel like you've got it fucking hecked. I don't know. Like, again, that's why I'm not saying the pizza joint, but I'm like, we're all pretty sure it was. But if, can I, let's just, well, okay, let's run an eye over things. Food poisoning, I always thought food poisoning involved throwing up. I don't know whether it does or it doesn't because, see, my sister was sorry to do this. She was thrown up. She was, she was, you know, it was, she it was, was, it was from all angles. Yeah, it was from all angles. Yeah, sorry, Bonnie. She was getting a workout. <laughs> I was a back. I was just doing Tommy's yeah. like they were going out of fashion. Yeah, which is your bread and butter. That's my bread and butter anyway. <laughs> but it was a little less buttery, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it does. sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. Again. sorry, again. I'm so sorry. Whereas you know that sorry. Yeah, I'm not that sorry. No, but I am because that was crap. It was it was a lot. The imagery's not nice. Carly, I think, didn't have anything. Isn't she? Was just like not feeling great. So it was a like sliding scale. Sliding scale, right? Now, Hamish, which ate, may have been exposure Hamish, to specific, specific slices, Tom. It could have been. And Hamish ate the same pizza and didn't have anything. Now that could be Iron Gut Streety working for you. You know what I mean? It wouldn't surprise me if the man had like a throwback to a gut from an ancient sort of civil, like a Neanderthal sort of gut that could eat anything, could eat rotting raw flesh. He could have a bit of Neanderthal in him, mm. Hamish Street, and I'd, I'd like that wouldn't shock me if the DNA results came back and told that story, Tom. Yeah. I also think that 
given he was a bit of a ratbag kid growing up, he spent a lot of time rolling in dirt and mud and shit. Like, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. put in the fucking hours. Yeah, to he's become put in the, immune. To become immune yeah. to, to food poisoning. Because food poisoning will ruin your fucking life. Well, dude, minute, yeah, dude. like, it's you... And it paired nicely with Zoe, who sleeps very well, had teeth coming through, and woke up from her sleep at 10.30 in the evening... And was basically awake until 4.30 in the morning. Like, she fell asleep for an hour, which is what, like, at maybe three or two. Mm. Which is when we also got, a, like, that same amount of time of sleep. Then she woke up again. And it was hot. And we had, like, one hour of sleep rolling into Friday. And I was like, I am out of action today. Thank Christ Steph's mum was looking after them. Because I was fucked. <laughs> I just slept all day. Did ya? Poor old Steph had to work. She didn't have what I had. She just had no sleep. Yes. Either way, dude, you fucking... Food poisoning, no joke. I didn't, no I mean, joke. Throwing up, like, I've thrown up before when I'm, you know, I've had too much to drink. That's one thing. But throwing up when you're sick, like, I was just doing everything I could not to boot. Throwing up is not a pleasure, a pleasant experience. It is when it's done. You're like, oh, that's a that relief. Was, it's actually, but no, but there is like, it's like exercise a little bit where you're like, I know I don't want to do this, but it brutal. makes me feel better. It's brutal stuff. It's hard, yakka. I've only had food poisoning once and it was fucking awful. I've had it a couple of times. I assume. Gastro is basically what it is. Like, in terms of, it's not too dissimilar, I guess. But one just seems a little bit more like, I don't know, gastro seems a little bit like it lasts a bit longer, whereas food poisoning, it's like you can sort of start, like, it comes in a wave and then it stops. Well, you you still feel relief. sick, but like... Like... I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It's there. there like are, after you'd sort of evacuated, evacuated the, the building, so to speak. Was there was there a brief moment? Momentary. Yeah. I think like a, like an eye of a sort of a storm. Like when would it come back in? Five minutes later, ten minutes. Yeah, later. it wasn't too far apart, but it was like you know, eye of the storm. Oh shit, crazy chaos, and then it's like oh blue sky. This is lovely because I've just done a fucking. Was Steph in the same boat? No, she was. She felt she didn't feel good. She was a bit more probably like who? Because I don't think you've only got one toilet, don't you? Yeah, that'd be tough. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. That would be tough. Anyway, all's well that ends well. In that, I recovered, but just in time, because we had Evie's birthday party on Saturday, and it was like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to be able to. I was waiting for it to get, the, for the, for it to get pulled. I was gonna, I was, we were going to wait until the morning. If I hadn't recovered, we were just going to cancel it. And then, or like just have like the very fucking immediate family, mm. and then I would, I would just stay in bed. Oh, okay, so you'd stay in bed and everyone else just, g'day. Yeah, hey, you just waved to me in there. Don't Actually, I wouldn't open the door. Just like, just... Just walk past me. Just yell something as you walk down the hall. Yeah, sure. I'm like the Pope in state or whatever it is. I'm just laying there and you can come and view me while I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Was, uh, um, Mate, you could, you could have... Listen, Saturday was lovely. It was great. Evie's third birthday. Hot. Hot though, hottest day of all, hottest day of like all summer. Just well, I think they're saying hottest day on record. Time. Yeah, we moved it from the Arvo to the morning because we were like, oh, we don't want it to be too hot, and that was what the forecast was suggesting. Thanks to our weather forecasters out there. Well, they're great. They're elect. It was actually the inverse. It was thirty-five degrees at like fucking ten in the morning, and but ironically, she was having a frozen, semi-frozen themed <laughs> uh, birthday on the hottest day of the year. It was stinking. It yeah. was stinking. Yep. Which is basically when it's fucking humid as well. Yeah. And it's fucking hot and it's all encompassing. and Everyone's it just, sweating. It just buries you. Yeah. It just buries you alive. 
like it was everyone was huddled around the shade like a, a minute in the sun it'd, it would cook you yeah you'd be medium rare in the minute it'd start melting you'd start melting um at least the coronas were cold tom kept them nice and chilled you did mate the rosé was flowing it was flowing they were enjoying it they were that actually got pounded into the ground the big, had a big day Shout out to Big Day. Not Listen, an ad, an ad still on Big sale. Day stands, it stands up. It does. Even under the rigors of a stinking hot day. I like it getting just it into like the mouths of adults. And I know that technically you'd argue I'm an adult as I'm 33. Going to be 35 next year. You're 34 next year. 33. Uh, but when you get like an old, an adult, like your parents sort of age, vintage, and who you think are going to be a little bit more snooty about their tastes and you know that if you're as a what it feels like you're a child going to an adult like try my wine that they're going to be like okay what's this fucking idiot done like what's this idiot trying to do a bit of rosé and they have it and then they're pleasantly surprised and you go okay fucking sucked in get that up yeah because i know what you were thinking you were were thinking it was going to be shit yeah and you were thinking oh dumb kids who don't get i'm just gonna have to i'm gonna have to appease this loser by pretending to like it you know, smile and nod. Smile, smile and nod. And nod. You, then pour it into a pot plant when smile I'm Smile and nod. But as fate would have it, they're back moments later begging. Begging. On their knees. Where's, Where's that rose? Where's the big day rose? Where is, it? Where is it? Anyway, on sellhighsport.shop. Not an ad. That Not an ad. ad. That was a natural, that was how just conversational, but it was probably important to remind well, you that there's still factual. a bit on sale. It was factual. Eddie. Now, 32, right? Yep. If we were to say 33, it would work better for my story here. So let's just say you turn 33. I didn't, though. No, but we'll just, we'll just say it for my story, though, right? So, like, 33 is how old you turned yesterday, and we all celebrate 33-year-old Eddie. It's ironic that you turned 33 yesterday because that's exactly how many balls it took me playing for thick ropes to hit 72 runs. Not out. Did you play yesterday? You're back. Yeah, I'm back, dude. Sorry. I thought you'd thro- thrown the towel in. I thought Listen, it was over. It wasn't that I'd thrown the towel in. It was that I'd take some time away from the game to focus on family and faith. And then the opportunity came up yesterday and I opened the batting. I ate a six off the first ball. Do you feeling it? <sighs> Mate, I don't know. Like, look at the bruise on my thigh. Look at that. Got hit by a cricket ball. That hurt. Oh, you weathered a couple? Well, that yeah, I did weather. That one was the most significant, and I had to pretend like it didn't hurt me. It fucking caned. But He's trying to pad one away, mate. No, I just missed it, I think. <laughs> I think I just missed it. But 72 off 33, your age, ironically, in my return game, chanceless 72, I just thought everyone might want to know that. I don't know if Osmosis is, is getting into its work again, whether it's Steve Smith, whether it's the Don. Don't you have to retire at 50? Or no? I did retire at 50, Edward. That's a great point that you make. I'm actually glad I was waiting for you to notice that. So I retired at 50, hit a four. Then the rest of the team came in, all got out, no disrespect. I then came back in. And I hit a fucking six off the last ball for a 12-run addition to my, you know, and got a couple of runs. Then I hit a six off the last ball, and that gets you 12 runs. And If you hit a six off the last ball, you, you get, get 12. 12. So you actually got 66 runs. No, dude, because this is, th- this is exactly the fucking... S- I'm playing a sport where six off the last ball is 12. Right. And that is... To get that is like you got to be a clutch guy. 
Sure. You know what I mean? This was their fastest fucking bowler. Six. Crowd goes wild. Now we lost, so <laughs> so that's not ideal. We did lose. They chased down our score in like fucking ten overs. They were very good at batting. Ten overs. Maybe twelve. They fucking are you, are you, are you playing up again? Or you no, just... we did div five. Div five. To be honest, dude, we were walking out to field like we are going to beat the fuck out of these losers. Why did you think that? Because we got 150 on the board. Is that so? That's a lot. Well, it's a decent. It's a defendable score for right. sure. They were going at. They were. We were going at ten and over once they when they were batting. It was fucking. We were in deep shit. It was like, well, actually, more than ten and over. It was like, oh, you're on a hundred off nine. We're like, okay. Any wickets from the big guy? <laughs> I listen. I took a catch, and then I did get a wicket, but it was on a free hit because I bowled an over ball, ball before. It just, just isn't that the way? You know, you can't have it all. No, you can't, Tom. You can't have it all. But I thought you'd be interested to know about the fact that I haven't lost a fucking step. In fact, I may have gained a step. Ring rust, not a real thing. Yeah, fascinated, man. Mm. Absolutely fascinated by yep. that information. I yep. was actually thinking the other day, I, I wonder why Tommy doesn't play anymore. And then I actually had a thought that maybe none of them play. No. And then I, you know, quickly moved on. on with my life. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good way to catch up with your friends that doesn't have uh, debauchery at the core of it. You know, it's a very wholesome way to catch up. Now, you might go for a couple of years after, but it's not essential. It's about getting out there in the hot Australian sun, playing some cricket with your friends. Tell you what... I'm sore all over. Just feel like I, I feel ripped about how, how you know how sore I am. Well, you, there's definition there for sure. Yeah, it's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on strong. Now we may need to cut this out because I haven't. I don't know yet. But a friend, one of the one of our teammates, Barthy. One of the greats. One of the greats. Great man, Barthy. He was. It was late in the innings. Him and my brother were batting. I was next in because if you, they get all out, you come back in if you've retired. Sure. As I explained, 72, not out of 33. Now, Barthy and my brother are batting. We're trying to just get as many runs as we can in the bank before the thing goes over. Mm -hmm. He tries to push a uh, – so they run a single, and he tries to push for a second run that was not on. And so they've sort of come halfway down and then turned. He's trying to get back into his crease. And – because he's an all-or-nothing guy, body on the line for the team, he's just launched himself to try and slide in. I'm at square leg, and so you have to... I'm, I have to call whether it's out or not. He was comfortably out. But, like, close enough where you still had to look to me to, like, make a call. As he's landed, he's got to... So he walked up and he's going, oh, fuck, you know, it wasn't on, wasn't on. He's like, oh, mate, my shoulder's a bit sore, my shoulder's a bit sore. And I was so like, you gave him? I gave him, I gave him. Mate, I hate when you're there with people like when you were playing against a team where like you clearly hit a four and they don't give it. You're like, dude, why are you like, why are you cheating in fucking div five uh, cricket? Like, it's very embarrassing for you to behave like that. <laughs> anyway, Barthy walks off his shoulders a bit sore, and then we're going out the field. He's like, mate, I think I might have fucking dislocated my shoulder um, when I. How do can how can how can you think that? Well, because it can sublux, so it goes out and comes back in. But you're not 100% sure. You just go, fuck, this feels right. very jacked. Sublux, Jesus Subluxation. Christ. Where are you pulling that from? <laughs> uh, sorry, I sublux my kneecap playing footy at school. Um, okay. First okay. 15, whatever. Oh, is that when you got <laughs> fucking dropped and then you had to, your mum had to fucking beg for get you to put this on? <laughs> well, I didn't get dropped, but I was injured. And so technically you could say that, but I wasn't. Technically I was just injured. Side note, sublux. So anyway, he fucking goes out there and he fields the mad bastard. He's standing right in close, but like his arms just hanging, like he couldn't fucking. But he was like, he's a Can tough. Can he lift the fucking thing, no, dude? He was trying to. 
He had a perfectly good hand, but he kept trying to like smoke a cigarette out of this one. He's going, oh, no, mate. <laughs> what all right, boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, in between, in between, and afterwards. Between he loves a dart bath. Yeah. <laughs> but his arm was fucked. He's trying to drink water and shit. He's like, nah, it's sore. So anyway, he feels like I don't think he touched the ball the whole uh, innings. Like he just couldn't. He was just there. Mm. Um, and then afterwards, he's like, mate, I think we have to go to the fucking hospital. Like, yeah, dude, you will. Like, we'll go to a doctor or whatever. So he goes, we all had to, like, everyone was going their different ways. So I was like, mate, well, good luck. Like, let us know how you go. And then late last night, he, everyone's, like, in the group chat going, like, oh, how are you? Like, where, what's the update? What's the update? And I'm in bed. It's, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I just, my phone pings, and I go over and I read it, and I start reading this fucking description. And it's through the lens of, like, you know, 35-year-old fucking males who go and play Div 5 cricket, which means absolutely nothing, but they come away from it sometimes with the most horrific injuries for, like, what is just the most, you know, menial of, ex of, of tar like, the exploits or, you know, hobbies just for fun. And him just writing about, <laughs> about his fucking... So he's fractured his shoulder... And he's meant to be going to Germany on Wednesday, and now he's going to need surgery. For one of his big conferences. Or something, dude. And yeah. now he needs to have a fucking surgery. He's, like, got to learn to wipe his ass with his other hand. He's going to be in a sling. He's, like... But he, but in the way he's writing it, it was like poetry in that it was just still, like, optimistic and, like, pro the club. I'll just read it. Oh, but, again, I haven't spoken to him out. about where they're, like, you know, him... Because it's probably fucked him. Because everyone's like, Barthy, how you doing, mate? Um, hey, uh, hey, Ropes, sorry I've been at the Northern Beaches Hospital living the dream, going through the motions. This is at, sorry, this is at uh, quarter past ten in the evening. Um, going through the motions, homeward bound now, and long story short is I fractured my shoulder, verified by the x-ray, which I've waited some time for uh, to be taken. I'm in bed reading this, convulsing with laughter, like... <laughs> I can't see. My, I'm tears. <laughs> She's just streaming down my face. Verified by the x-ray, which took some time to take. Have to wait to hear from an orthopedic surgeon tomorrow morning, but looks like I may need to put my Germany, my scheduled Germany trip on hold uh, on ice, which rips my undies almost as much as not getting the W today. <laughs> uh, for our great club. There was never a run there, Will, but fuck, I wanted one. <laughs> We'll update more in the morning, but looks like my right arm will be in a sling for a month and I'll have to learn to wipe my ass with my left hand. Brown Powerades with you boys soon. Love this club. And then just goes on to detail highlights from the day's play that he liked about the game. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm shaking so much in bed laughing. I'm like, if Steph wakes up, she's going to think I'm fucking crying. Like something's hit me, something's happened. Oh my so God. I had to go to the bathroom in the house and I'm sitting on the toilet in the bathroom like fucking, it took me five minutes oh, you to get up. You got up to Dude, I had to leave the, the room. I had to leave the room. I was laughing so hard. And I was like, obviously I'm not laughing at Barthy. Like it sucks that he's injured, but it's the situation. It's so unnecessary that we're playing cricket on a Sunday and like he's just got this injury from lunging for a run that he didn't need to get. That he like, did need to get. And before he went into bat, we were all talking about the, we need to start taking some quick singles and well, like quick twos and shit. Like, Oh, it, so that's what's, that's what's fucking that's inspired. The, we were, we were all talking about how we yeah. need to, if we get out there, you got to run harder. And like just he's fucking broken his shoulder. 
So anyway, we made that maybe cut out, and no one knows. But shout out to Barthy who just puts his body on the line for the club. Mate, there's a there's an injury list when it comes to like you know social social sport like the Oz, toll, dude. Fucking the amount of mates that I've that I play Oztag with that have injured themselves is fucking. That's what I mean, like Freeman and shit. Like, like you get Freeman nearly cra- broke his fucking back or his <laughs> neck, bro. Like, playing Oztag, ACLs, ACLs, mm. hammies, fucking shoulders, everything, unbelievable, ridiculous. That's great. We love that. Just a bit of drilling there. Just a bit, Just of, a light bit of drilling. Um, so shout out to social sport injuries. I yeah. think's where we're going with. Can that. you, dude, reach if out? You've with, got some reach fucking out with hilarious some social ones. sport injuries. That'd yeah. be good on the dribbler hotline, or even just fucking ones you can read out. Put I them in P's care. and D's. Send them to us personally. Put them on the fucking hotline. Yeah, yeah send yeah, them yeah. in though. Social Picks sport as well. injuries. Picks as well. Yeah, like I don't want to see broken bones though. I can't watch that shit. Like we I need, like, I need like you know, like div two down sort of thing. You know, dribbling. Oh, I think Div one, no, no, well, Div one's not social, semi-pro. Social. It's all social. social. Yeah, social. But, like, that social makes it funny. That's why it's funny. Like, don't send in your fucking Sheffield sh- or no, shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in your under-20s fucking, you know, NR, NYC or whatever it no, is. No, no, like, no, no, no. Needs to be social. Needs to be dribbling. But, like, again, I'll run it by Barthy. Hopefully he doesn't mind that it was just a fucking I don't sense. think he would. He's a... No, I don't think you would either. It was just fucking absurd. Hang on. Just before we move on from the Thick Ropes County 11, I yep. just want to make sure that the punters and dribbles really have a comprehensive view of how this match went. Would you like to detail for them how many runs you got hit for off two overs? Yeah, the bowling wasn't good, Dave. <laughs> the bowling wasn't good. How many was it? Uh, I actually don't know, but it was like in the 30s, I would assume. Yeah, it was 31 off two overs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got pumped. I got absolutely <coughs> fucking spanked. Now, there was an argument made, not one by me, because I think I was bowling shit, but they may have been like Div 3, Div 2 sort of batsmen, mm. batters, batting down in Div 5. Is that considered highly uncouth? Oh, it is, mate, but in the in the like high-stakes world of uh, unnecessarily competitive social cricket... People like to just, you know, it'd be like when you play video games on easy, just so you can dominate. People like dominating. Yeah. yeah. Their one batsman hit 36 off eight balls. Yeah. Who, who'd he spank? It doesn't say here. No. Um, but I did make, uh, sorry, I did get uh, on the honours board. I'm just seeing this now. Sydney, um, last man standing, highest individual score. I got number eight in the top ten. Some kind got 117 off 47. <laughs> Jesus. That is fucking absurd. Yeah. Well, shout out to you, Tom. A mixed Thank day. Thank you. Great mixed day. day. Yeah, no, fuck the bowling. Who cares? I got the runs. You know, I can't do everything. No, you can't. Can't be expected. I thought to Dave was going to come and give some context, you know, that maybe like put my batting in even more. They took a photo of me after it. Basically, put it that way. After I walked off, the, the guy, the umpire takes a photo of you. Why? I think. Well, now this could this is controversial. I'll check this, but last man standing on their Instagram, they obviously don't have the photos up, or maybe. So this is what I was going to say. So they took a photo of me after my batting, yep. but then they also took a photo of a guy from the opposition team because of his batting. And I'm like, that, that well, guy. who got more runs? I got more runs, but I think he might have got his fifty and fewer balls. So what's more impressive, though? Well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe a fifty and fewer balls. Sure, because then you retire. Yeah. Did he come back? No, he didn't because they fucking humped us. There you go. Right. Anyway, fuck it. That's the cricket. Move on. Bit of sport, Eddie. Yeah, bro. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. It's called hard sport. Sometimes we talk sport. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. Not always. Well, listen, Thursday is less likely to talk sport. That's just the way it is. Australian Open. Australian Open. Australian over, Open. over, over. Australian Open. Some dribblers like, what are you fucking talking about? Punters and dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Ned's. Big fans of Neds. We love Neds. They uh, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now, Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I, it's even Tobler if you're a loser, you can follow our profiles in the Neds profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the about even group under groups now the code to get in is dribbler if it's not dribbler it's dribblers forgive me there you can follow all our tips me shebos gurus burmos sometimes tobler but again who cares about him it's a great community environment where we tip winners we tip losers mostly learners losers but sometimes winners that's it shout out to nets now what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, you voted with your, with your mouths, and Good Day has been popular with you all so far. Thank you very much to everyone who has uh, got around it, sampled it, tried it. But there's plenty more to go around, and we, we, we believe in this thing, the daily multivitamin, and we think you all should have a go. There's more gullets to be pounded. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at, if I'm looking at the gullets of this nation, not enough gullets... Full of good day. That's right. For mine. Well, listen, we see it. We we see we see gullets that need to be filled, and we are in the business of filling gullets. I'll say this, Ed. We've been on it for a while now, and it helps uh, with mental clarity. It helps with energy throughout the day. Uh, it helps with liver cleanliness and function. Which we, I know, health. I know. There's a shitload of you that need that. There's I a shitload of you. Out there. For a fact, you need a good scrub of the internals. Correct. I know that. For we know sure. it now. If you already got your own multivitamin that you're taking, don't bother changing. We're not asking you to change. But if you can you, if you want. You can, but you don't have to. But if you do nothing, if you do nothing for your health, then you've got to start somewhere. Now, if it's a run for you, that's great. But your nutritional health is something that we all fucking ignore. Good day is an opportunity for you to make smart decisions. The least you can do is a little good day. Use the code dribblers for 20% off, punters and dribblers. 20% off. It's our gift from us to you. BeGoodHealth.com.au Australian Open more. I've got to be honest. I found this year, and I, I may be wrong here. I may miss it. You're not it. wrong. You're I not may, wrong. I may, I may be. Hey, strike me down if I'm wrong on this. You're not. This was the most boring Australian Open of all boring time. Boring batshit. Boring batshit. Curious, not in. Nadal got knocked out in the first round, did he? Or did he not even play? He's injured. Like he got fucking Djokovic, out. just steamrolled everyone. He was always going to win. The final was boring. He just humps sits a pass like. It was boring. Like it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't grip me this no. year. It was. Didn't grip it me. was. It wasn't gripping. Kyrgios stopped playing. Fucking hurt. Yep. The kid's an entertainer. He puts bums on seats and he gets tongues wagging. Naomi Osaka didn't play. Obviously, she is with child. Congratulations to Naomi. Congratulations to Naomi. Yes. Of um. Course. You know, Tomic wasn't like... given a fucking wild card. I bet they regret that now. Oh fuck yeah. Bernard should have got one. They should have given Nard again. A it's card. all about getting tongues wagging, bro. Yeah, obviously it just didn't have it. 
It just didn't have it. The cock lost like a long match to Andy Murray. It's like Andy's. It was played at four in the morning. I know Andy's out there with fake hips. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? He's basically Oscar Pistorius. Out what there. are we doing? You shouldn't be taken to the court that late for no. a fucking five set man, men's match. It's it's pr- it would have been like the game match of the tournament. No one watched it. It's um, it, four in the morning. It I just four didn't in the feel. Morning. I did not feel compelled really to watch anything the entire tournament. Apologies. I watched the final. I listen. I yeah, I watched the final, which was boring as well. Mm. Like it just was. It didn't get interesting until they finished, and Novak cried for like fucking twenty minutes. And that, yeah, but also, it's just there. It's just a feeling I get of. It's sometimes it feels a little staged. Yeah, I that didn't seem staged. That cry, that cry was that was raw. That wasn't even that didn't that seemed like he even said in his speech like something else was going on there. Because, like, that wasn't like a, oh, I won cry. That was a, like, something. I thought it was like a, fuck you, you all were, like, giving me shit about anti-vaxxer stuff last year, you didn't let me play, and then now I've come back and won fuck you. But apparently he said in his speech it was like, something might have happened. Something might have happened. Like, family-wise. It was like the family, the last five weeks has been the toughest. His old man's out there fucking supporting Russia. (laughs) Getting in front of Russian Putin flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and may or may not have been saying, like, long live Russia. Yeah, and then then everyone's like, oh, no, it was was misquoted. It was misquoted. And then, like, other Serbians like, nah, nah, that's not, didn't sound misquoted. Nah, nah, nah. Either Hilarious. Way. Either way. I mean, there was nothing more virtue signally than not allowing Russian players to have flags next to their names. I know. I'm like, oh my God. That was absurd. That was absurd. Like, why Why can't you have the flag? Well, the fucking, we know they're Russian. It didn't seem to stop bloody Andy Roddick with an American flag next to his name when the US were just yeah killing killing work. millions of Iraqi civilians. No one, no one fucking no blinked an eyelid. If you can't, if you can't realise how flag. fucking absurd that is, yeah, that Russia can't have a flag there, although I'm not condoning them invading the Ukraine, far from it, but I'm like, but our Yankee Doodle mates fucking do that shit every other fucking week and no one, and no one <laughs> no blinks one an eyelid. No one gives a fuck. They were fucking taking poor little farmers out of their fucking homes in Afghanistan exactly. and locking them up in like, Guantanamo for fucking 10 years. No one gives a shit. All I'm saying is there is a level of irony there. Well, it's, it's, and it's you irony. Not, and you're not having the Russian flag. You, you're not having the Russian flag and a tournament in Australia is, is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, give it a rest. Give it a rest. Anyway, Novak... Novak's Fucking just too good. Humped sits a pass. No disrespect to sits a pass. Of, I'd be touching up that 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 untanned stripe across the head. Just put a bit of fake tan on there, bro. Yeah, it looks I, fucking bizarre. Yeah, I'd I be, get it. But no, like, I think just touch it up. Just touch it up, Tom. You'd be sh- you'd be shocked at what what a bit of makeup can do. <sighs> I wouldn't be shocked. Can change the man or woman's complexion completely. Just and I think I think it would I think real. it would take the onus off. You know, it'd allow you to, it'd free you up to play better tennis, I think. Well, but I mean, I'm more even just thinking in the post match interviews, which go for far too long in terms of all of the like preamble, he just had this big white stripe across his head. And I was just, that's all I could look at. That's all I could pay attention to. Now, that's a me problem, but I'd like him to fix it moving forward. It'd make you more palatable. Yes, I think it would. <laughs> it'd make you more it palatable. Would. At the end of the day, Djokovic is far too fucking good. Yeah. He's far too good, and he reminded us, I think, of the 
there's without Nadal, who was like injured and they didn't play, and Federer's obviously retired. Like we're in, we're going into, and it was always going to happen, and we always knew it was going to happen. We're going into a, like a real dearth of talent period. Is it an, I an think. ice age, almost like an ice age, Tom, where things just fucking really sort of thought. Not what's the opposite of thawing? Cooling, freezing, freezing, freezing up. Doesn't sound great, but that's what's happening. Where you just sort of look about, like it's almost like a harking back to the the David now Bandian times, where yeah. Hewitt scraped out a couple of majors. The best, the best players in the world had maybe one or two majors then. Eh? Yeah, you know, Gustin Gardio, Gustavo Gardio. Never heard of him. Married people like that in the box. Was Marit in there? Was that was that? Dude, in there? the poo was in there. The, well, the poo was in. Since I'm like, where's box. the poo come from? Dude, no, sit I, in the box. I like that the poo. The Scud missile, yeah. dude. I what like the that the fuck? poo's in. I like that he was in the box with with Sitsipas. I don't know if it brings much. Like, the well, poo, it doesn't. I, I don't know what it brings. Well, the poo is a hot great. I tell you what it brings. It brings fucking how to lose a Grand Slam final. So <laughs> how that, to lose a Grand sort of Slam and alienate people. Or yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. He gets up there. He he. He can show Sitsipas how to lose at least two Grand Slam finals. That's what he can show. At the very least. At the very least. He's out. He's been out there. He's done it. In fairness, I think that was Sitsipas' second Grand Slam final. There one. you go. So it was money. actually... It was money actually, well spent. It was actually money well spent having the Scud missile in there of um, an interesting guy fame. Of did he date Paris Hilton at one point fame or was he on a reality show fame? I think he was on a reality show. He was on SAS. No, not that. I mean, yes, but one Didn't he have a love show? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it was like Love Match or something. Age like. of Love. Age of Love. See, uh, why the fuck didn't they have a tennis reference They there? should have played on tennis for sure. What was it? Was it Age of Love like you've got fucking... It was basically Philippousis looking for love among a group of women ranging in the age from their early 20s to late 40s. And, what a, and did he, so find, did he find someone? Uh, well, there was a winner. I don't know if they ever had a future together. Can you guess how old the winner was? Uh, probably about 23, 24. 25. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Leo DiCaprio age yep. bracket. Shocked she wasn't 50. Anyway, the poo was in the box of Sitsipas. Novak had his family there. Once Novak won, went up there in tears, crying his eyes out. What I love, the fucking flex. And you see this shit happen, and it gave me an idea. Is that when he's standing there to get uh, waiting to um, get brought like to have his speech? He's standing there with a Lacoste jacket that's flickery and shiny with twenty two already on there. Yeah, I know. he has that in the bag, which is what you know. And well, like, he said he didn't know about it. I'm like bullshit, bullshit. And that's fine because you did, but whatever. It's the same as like when NRL grand final and like they've got their premiers t-shirts printed and then fifty like. One team's just going to a fucking incinerator, probably. Yeah, I'd al- I've always wondered what happens to those shirts. Like, are they incinerated or are they, like, given to another home? I want like, are, are, are people out there wearing those sort of, like, you know... Well, this is what had me thinking it is. That Lakers champions of the fucking world champions hats and shit, but they lost to... Yeah, they, um, they often donate them to, like... Um, third world countries and like disaster stricken places so like every now and then you see a photo floating around of some dude in like the Congolese jungle wearing like a Manly Premier Melbourne Storm 2008 Premiership jersey see I think that you and I and this doesn't have to be something that we uh, like this is just for you and me here but make like Manly Premier's t-shirts every single year yes Yes, we should. We should just have Premier's 2023. Ready to go. No, we're like fucking ready to rock. You, you got to be confident. Yeah, exactly. You do. It you seems need to believe. To, it seems to me that, 
you know, the fact that he has 22 in the fucking bag before he walks out there. That's confidence. Is confidence. And it's the sort of confidence you need to go out there and wipe the fucking floor with Sitsipas straight sets. Get the job You've done. You've got to have confidence. Completely different sport, completely different context. But Joe Burrow was interviewed. Uh, I just heard this on the car in the car coming in. And they were like, Joe Burrow, who's, uh, Joe Burrow of Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals quarterback fame. And it was like, are you guys in your premiership window or your Super Bowl window now? Or is like, is it going to close? Like basically asking out the window and he goes, my Super Bowl window is open until I retire. And I was like, that's, the, that's just such confidence. Like, you don't hear, you wouldn't NRL players talk like that. And it's very yank. I don't think we need that in the, in the NRL necessarily, but it's like, I also like. I don't hate it. Dude. I don't hate it. I don't hate that sort of But it's of thing. yank. Like you can't do it here because tall poppy syndrome, you get your fucking eyeballs ripped out. You get them and ripped people out. will shit down your throat. No, they would for shit it. down your throat. Masood style. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to People are Josh Masood, you know. Shout heartbeat. out to Josh Masood, one of the greats. <laughs> and and has down. provided us with one of the great sayings all time. It is phenomenal. Slit your throat, shit down the Yeah. But people will shit down your throat if you come out with that sort of rhetoric in the NRL and Australia generally. Anyway, so Novak gets twenty two. He's saying he didn't fucking Know about that jacket. That's one of the great lies all time. It's one of the great lies all time. But at the end of the day, Tom, he, he now he pulls equal with Rafa. Rafa. 22 of fucking He will days. take over Rafa. There's yes, no doubt. Rafa's old as fuck. But in the Telegraph yesterday, a.k.a. the Men's Women's Weekly, there was... It's so funny, dude. It was like on the open page. Obviously, I was reading it on my iPad, which is where I consume my newspapers these days. But is that right? down the bottom, it had uh, why Novak's the GOAT. And then on the opposite page, I had like another person saying why he's not the goat. And one person saying he's the goat because of what he'd done. But then someone saying that like the goat debate is purely about, well, not purely, it's about what you do, but also like what you do off the field. And I was just wondering, I was obviously interested to get your thoughts that you are a, a man or woman that I come to mm. to help me make sense of the world. Is the goat debate fucking cut and dry or is it about how you carry yourself i have an opinion i think i think that obviously the uh, there's a lot there's a huge element of what you do on the pitch or the field or, or the, the court. court however greatness sometimes is more than that. Like, I'll give you an example. Muhammad Ali is considered the greatest of all time, but he's not the greatest boxer of but all see, time. see, he's not considered the greatest boxer of all time by but he's, boxers. But, but people call him the greatest, they right? They do. Because, but he's yes. not the greatest boxer of all time by boxing purists, right? So, like, greatness can be a little bit more than that. Tiger Woods, for example, he dominated on the field, but then there's also something sort of like almost mystical about him as well, you know what I mean? Like, the numbers he puts up just on, like... Like, when he played... When he plays, there's, there was something called Tiger Rough, which is what if you were fucking, if you were um, in the same group as him, you scored better because the fucking galleries were so big that they'd fucking like stamp down the grass and the rough and shit. Oh, shit. That's like fucking toilets get tripled when he plays. Like golf ball sales fucking go up hundreds of percent. Yes. Like, but that's different to goatness, even though I'm not talking about but, but I'm that's saying like that's like marketing value and shit. Like that's but there, different. But there is something that like people are just drawn to him. Sure. But so then Ali was used in that, uh, in one of those articles as well, right? Ali, I think from a boxing perspective, is the greatest heavyweight maybe of all time. That's what people say, or that was that's like he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. But then there are other boxers who are like better boxers in the overall scheme and scope of things. So the fact that he's 
the, the greatest of all time is also is more about like he was an icon that transcended the sport. That's what right? I'm saying. Right. So he's an icon. Yes. There's like icon and goat. Whereas like Federer, icon, clearly not the goat now. Like he can't be the goat. He's not. He's not. Well, he's, he's also. Not, he's not the best tennis player ever. That's the goat. That's got to be what the goat is for me. It's got to be about just like did what numbers did you put up? Sure, you could be a piece of shit off the field or whatever, mm. but like, and but the numbers are also are slightly subjective in the sense that. And obviously, Smudge not better than Bradman, or Smudge has got like less runs than, say, Steve War. But he's played way less games, so in the context of that, you'd say that Steve maybe a better is a better batsman than Steve War in a cricketing sense. But like with with Federer and Djokovic and Nadal, they've all come in the exact same era. They've all played each other in their primes, and there are Djokovic think, has a winning think, record over both of them. But do you think greatness as a as a as a term? sort of embodies potentially more than just than just than the, just numbers potentially because i think greatness is a little bit more like of an extravagant word it sort of encompasses a little bit more than like raw numbers which is that Djokovic will win more fucking grand slams than anyone else he's all he's won more masters i think than everyone else he's made more money than everyone else like but is he the best but that's sort of like excelly stuff you know what i mean yes but it's about like you kind of have to go to that right in this article the like, guy's like, like well like, margaret court's won more australian opens serena's won more slams i'm like he would beat the absolute piss out of anyone but like i'll give you an example like when Federer used to play at the French Open, for example, he'd often get cheered over the French players. Yes, like, he'd get cheered over is, players there is, everywhere. There's like there's an element of greatness in that, I think. Yes, but fuck, <laughs> is he the greatest of all time though? That's what it's got to be, right? Yes, I know. I agree with you. I'm just saying we're just we're just fucking we're having it yeah, out yeah, here. We're, beating we're just, we're, just we're, we're beating different dicks i'm not i'm not over here just solely beating this dick like i can see that there's value in your dick too i get that like maybe i want to play with that one as well i'm just saying i'm just saying like i'm open you yeah, know yeah, what i mean yeah, i'm yeah. fluid over here open baby like I'm, yeah, open. Yeah. I'm i'm happy to work a couple of different yeah. things because <laughs> I understand that Djokovic is the XL goat. I get that. Like yeah. the numbers stack up, they're overwhelming. He's the XL goat. Yeah. But there is something about like the combination of popularity and great playing. Yes. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Federer is not worlds away from Djokovic numbers wise. No, he's not worlds away. No, he's not. They're in the same fucking breath, right? Yes, they are. Maybe he's a couple short here or there. I get that. But there's also that element of Federer just being like universally fucking loved. Don't you reckon it's crazy with Federer, who, like, when he was when Federer was in his like f come up realization, this guy's like he's beaten Sam Press. Everyone's gone. This is the greatest tennis player we've ever seen. Mm. Not just goat, you know, fucking. But he floated, like, dude. No, no, you no, could no, just watch his feet. It was he was the greatest fuck. tennis player we'd ever seen. He's an so, artist. But so he was a, he, he was the Don Bradman, the Michael Jordan, the fucking Shane Warne, the whatever, the greatest you've ever seen in this sport. To have that fucking bested in such a short window of time is insane. Like, when you were seeing him at his best and you're going, this guy's the man, you're like, you didn't realise, I certainly didn't, that Nadal, who never really had enough to, he never really got to experience soul greatness where he was the top of the pile. 
but it just went Nadal and then Djokovic straight on the heels. Like well, they, Nadal's had like a couple of months where he's the only guy. They almost Federer started it and dra- and almost dragged up Nadal, who like who who's dragged both they, of them they, then dragged, dragged up. up they almost created Djokovic, yeah. really, because everyone was they saying, created they a monster. Say, they used to be like this guy just doesn't have it. Can't <laughs> cut it with them. And before you know it, it's like oh, this man can and created Sitsipas a monster. Said it. Sitsipas goes. He goes the, the greatest to ever hold a racket. Yeah, he could have been sucking him off because he was standing right in front of him. But he didn't need to say that. It was a very pro Djokovic environment there, I guess. In the at the end, they were you very could, loud. The yeah. Serbians. You could probably make the argument that Federer and Nadal birthed Djokovic in some respects. Right. So they were almost like Yao Ming's parents, where it was like an arranged marriage. Almost like their sperm. their greatness spurned another great, and they all fucking were great together. Like. Yes. You know, you've got it's just it's it's um it may well never happen again in our lifetime that you've got three that it probably won't the no. three greatest of all time playing each other just in this fucking they yeah. and they just dominated like you go through the list and they fucking won basically every major except for like a stand of Rinker or Andy Murray maybe an Andy Murray fucking drags Marin a couple Chilich. out maybe a Chilich one I think one US won. Open I think you know like Del Potro got one maybe that's who I'm thinking of Del one Potro. Martin one Martin Del Potro, Del Potro. he got the he US. got a US Open like there's a couple of fucking little outliers here and there but by and large Zverev for the last 15 one, 20 he? years did Zverev jag one yeah for the last 15, 20 years, it's been three cats, dude. Yeah. With Andy Murray chipping in three, I think he got. Yeah, he got, exactly. And three three used to be great. But we will go back to the age, and I hate to, like, I'm not I'm, I'm not saying this because I don't respect him. I'm just saying back to the age of Hewitt and of and of Pat Rafter, where you win a couple here and there, and that's sort of it. Yeah. But like everyone, was like, everyone was on their knees for Sampras. Sampras the goat. Sampras like, no, 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 no. Your kid got 14. 14's not up to Wait, scratch. Wait, up, kid. 14's not up to scratch. It's cute. Andre Agassi, one of the greats of all time, one eight. It's like, that's boring Dude, now. Dude, Nadal, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Djokovic has got 10 Australian Opens. 10? So, I mean, What'd our boy the fucking candlestick get? The great Rod Laver. He got he got four fucking Grand Slams, though, credit to him. As, no, as, he got two. He got two. Uh, two Grand Slams. Obviously, with two and four in the calendar year. Yes, just twice. But, and the Grand Slam is winning the morning. How many did he win? 11? I think 11. Mate, I tell you what. Again, I, that's half of what fucking old mates I got. don't want to be morbid. I want to know, like, what happens when the great Rod Laver leaves us and goes and to, to play tennis with the angels in heaven? Do we just keep that seat empty? Because it's a rite of passage to sort of, like, acknowledge Rod and him just to sort of sit there. Is this too crass? Is this too crass? And it may well be. But would we would 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 as a nation would we be anti embalming Rod and just having him sit having there him sit there embalmed forever? and like a coat of lacquer like a fucking like a moose head on a wall but like full body but full body yeah and it's just Rod in Rod's seat what are in we Rod's doing? arena in Rod's arena now is there a roof on that thing like would we need to yeah, cover need to cover him during the rain well there's a roof on that. okay so you wouldn't need to get like a no no no, no. Uh, a sort of bike cover or something you like. could probably just like you know have his hand in a certain spot and just you know put a little Tucks umbrella in there <laughs> <laughs> just like tuck an umbrella yeah in. yeah no that's true you could just do that you know, I, I like it had a bit of charm. Is that it had plenty of charm, and also a bit of realism to it. It had plenty of charm, plenty of charm. Just have him like that because they only cut into him for reactions, or have him like trying to take a photo. That's always good. You see, you see Rod trying to take a photo. He's there, and it's like fuck. He doesn't know what he's doing. Listen, I think that'd be a nice touch. And when everyone that. comes out, they bow to Rod. Yeah, 
they just go and, you know, kiss his head. You bow to Rod and Rod's house. Yep. Rod's stadium. But, I mean, like, what ha- like if, if they don't go the embalming route, which I think is elegant and understated. I think so. I think it's a nice touch. Do they keep the seat empty? Is it, like, just an empty seat forever? Or is that a bit too morbid? Is that a bit like, okay, like, we don't want to... You don't need an empty seat. I think there needs to be some sort of acknowledgement outside of the fact that his fucking name's up in lights. I know what you mean about... If, if, if the seat wasn't to be left empty, it would need to be filled by someone, a very special guest. Yeah, you couldn't just have some dickhead, you know, smashing booze, drunk off Oh, you couldn't ass. have some fucking, you know, IBM executive or care executive no. in that seat. It'd Speaking need to be someone of, that, of class and elegance. As, as two gentlemen that have no qualms bending over for the corporate dollar, and nor should you, punters and dribblers, but... Well, if the I corporate do, dollar comes a knock and... Then I'll open. I'll go I'll abandoned. entertain. I'll go abandoned. Yeah. I'll open the door bent. Yes. I fucking hate the... What? What do you hate? The, 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 just the, the ceremonial, like, procedural aspect of those post-show events where it's like the head of the... Uh, like, you've got Todd Woodbridge up there doing a, doing a good job. I like Todd. In just bringing these people in, he's got to have these, like, formality speeches. Well done to all the players and uh, what a great tournament and thank you to the umpires and the ball boys. What an amazing... And now we will bring on the chairperson of the Tennis Federation. Of da, da, da. Some chick comes on and then she talks and she's like, it was a great tournament, it was so good. And now we're going to bring on the... Da, 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 from Kia. Da, da, da. Well, Kia loves her association. Da, da, da. And you're just like, get to... The fucking players speaking, please. Did they bring out the Kia man this no, year? No, they've got an Australian CEO. It was good. No, no, no dramas with it, but it's like, keep it tight. Do you need to speak? I don't think you need to speak. I don't, I don't know what sort of value you get from speaking. That's what I mean. Like, I get in the deal you're working out. It's like, I'm sure as part of the package, it's like, the head of Kia gets to get up and have a yarn post but, but event. Why, but, like, but like, does, does he want it? Anything? But does he want it? I'm not. Do they, does she want it? Do they want it? What's the point of it? I don't know. Does it make? Does it inspire you? Does it drive? Does it drive you? Pardon the pun to get out there and buy a car. It was so funny at the end of it again. So like they have this, but Novak has his speech, and then it comes back to Todd Woodbridge, who as soon as Novak's finished, okay, we're done here. Todd then gets back up and starts trying to spruik the next major. We're not done just yet. Now it's all there. We move on to is it Roland Garros next? Yeah. Move on to Roland Garros. And it was just like, I could just see in my mind the televisions across the country going, don't care, Todd, thank you, tournament over. It's also the our, the Grand Slam of the Asia-Pacific Asia region, right? Like, a, a lot of the advertising you'll notice is in, like, you know, Asian languages and shit. I'm oh, like, really? What's the value of some bloke getting up there speaking English? Like... Well, thanks for fucking being from... Like, I'm just saying there's no real... Do you real... think you should be speaking in another language? I'm just saying if you think there's value there, there oh. wouldn't be any value. Like, there would be limited value. I don't... Yeah, I don't They're understand. They're not just trying to sell keys to Australians. Put it that way. No. That's not why. That's on the fucking net and all the backboards no, and shit. they're selling to the world, Eddie. Oh, fuck yeah. But, yeah, I don't see the need to have that happen. Maybe the head of the tennis, like the, the lady whose name I, I escapes me, but she's like the head of the tennis association of something. The world. I, of the world, of the universe. <laughs> like, I get that she needs to say a few words and whatever, but, like, thank Kia. The Kia guy can stand there, say cheers, and then, like... I think he just gives a wave. Gives a wave, dude. A shuckers. Fucking oath. Yeah, a big fucking... Hey, but Elk Or a... Yeah. 
Fuck yeah, dude. But also, we're not doing this because we love tennis. We're doing this to sell cars. So. Yeah, that's it. No, we're doing it because we fucking Don't forget sell. that. Buy a Kia. Like, it's funny. It's just, it's made out like, you know, that there's some sort of like, we just fuck, we just do it because we fucking love the game. No, they <laughs> love the game. I'm sure they love the game. But like, I mean, that's sponsorship generally, right? But it's more just like the, the, obviously it's a terms of agreement with the fucking Tennis Australia or whatever it is. Tom. Exactly. A tower. Tower. To be like, we're going to get this guy to get up and speak. And I was just like, can we please just get to the boys yarning? I do miss Mr. Kia Man, though. He was... Kia Man was good, dude. Kia Man was funny. People liked like, Kia he Man. Was, he, he actually was like a charming. Whereas, I mean, and again, not knocking the guy the, who did it. It's not about him. It just wasn't. There wasn't much to it. And also shout out to Sabalenka, the, the female champion. Yes. I didn't watch it. I, I watched believe it. her first? I think so. I did watch it. I watched it. I had it on the background, kept an eye on it. Again, just the, the tournament generally didn't get me hard, but shout out to Novak. I think he's, well, he's equal with, he's equal with Rafa right now, so it's still open, but you would assume he becomes the GOAT. That's me. But again, what's the GOAT? Well, he looks like he's still, I mean, he's always, he, you know, feigning hammy instring, hamstring injuries and shit, but like he looks like he's fucking cherry ripe to me. Yeah, he looks like he's good to go. He's still limber. He's still flexible as fuck. Still dominating, whereas Rafa clearly falling apart at the scene. Yeah, Rafa doesn't. Rafa's like Rafa almost fucking put. Didn't he? When he won Wimbledon recently, put it this he's way: like he's the same it. age. He's the same age. I think only a couple of fucking weeks or days apart from Andy Murray. Andy Murray's got two fake hips. Yeah, fake hips. Yeah, like talk about aging like a fine wine. Novak's fucking mate. He's gonna be coming back and he will win another fucking three down here, four down here, five yeah. down here. Yeah, I think mate. Nadal's older than Andy Murray. Are we rule? Are yeah. we ruling out? No, I'm talking about Djokovic and Murray. Mm. A very close in age. Are we ruling out Novak getting to thirty? Is that is that is that? Uh, how old is, is that? He? OTT. 34? He's thirty-five. Turning he could th- turning thirty-six. Is he, he could, man. Like, there's no one. There's no one. He's turning thirty-six. Look, mate, if he plays till he's forty, he could. The Federer did. How old was Federer when he won that last Wimbledon? Was the Australian Open? Thirty-seven. Thirty-nine. Federer no, is 41 now. No, but how old was he yeah, when he yeah. last? Um, when was that? 2018? The, uh, 2018 was the last one he won. So, what's that? Four years ago? Five now almost. So, yeah, he would have been 37, 37 36, 37. 37. Yeah. And Novak's 35. It's time. Yep. You get a couple. 30's a lot. 30's a lot. He's got to give him eight more. A couple this year. You could, Yeah, if he gets a couple this year, and he could, probably will. US Open and a Wimbledon. Yeah. How many I tell you what, if he gets the fucking Grand Slam this year, shut the gate. Oh, turn yeah. Turn it off. Shut it up. Shut it up. Shut the gate. Turn he's also, it off. I think, the only one who's got a grand, a calendar year. and He's got the Grand He's held all four at once. Yes, he has. I think he's done that twice, maybe. No back slam. Not, yeah, but not in the calendar Doesn't year. Doesn't count. Well, no, but in comparison like to Federer and Nadal. Federer and Nadal haven't. No. Anyway, that's probably... Look, if you, you, you were wondering where you, the tennis chat was, there you go, you fucking dribbler. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> some concerning news in the world of rugby union. And you and I union first. You know that. We know that. I will say this. Since Eddie Jones has come on board, rugby union way closer to the back pages of the, the nation's newspapers. And I respect it. Eddie moves needle. He does. Needle mover. He's a needle mover. Eddie's off an R. Carry on. <laughs> Eddie's off an R. Now, that isn't actually what I want to talk about with, with regards to rugby union. It's not Eddie Jones. 
they are looking to bring in laws to lower the tackle height to there's yarns about it being below the waist or below the sternum. Like below to, the waist. There's some. I think they trialed below the waist somewhere around the world, and then, only below the waist. Yeah. And then there are some that are saying below the sternum. And I think, though, if they do bring it in, it's going to be below the sternum. This is... Where is the sternum? Just so I'm like... Is it is the sternum the bottom of the... That's your sternum. Yeah. Like in between your, your pecs. In between your pecs. That's your sternum. Would you so say in between the nipple, Tom? Yeah, like so nip, below nipple the, height? Below the, below the nips. Is what... What I, is a sternum? Uh, do you know what I think of a sternum as in my mind? You know when you walk along the beach and you see a dried cuttlefish? <laughs> Not really. Get a dried cuttlefish up, Dave. Is the whole thing a sternum, Tom? No, nah, it's like a... F- where does the sternum start and where does it end? Well, woo up here, fucking Dr. Well, Phil. I don't know. Dude, if, a- we, if we're going to fucking outlaw the tackle below the sternum, we need to have a fucking fair understanding of what the sternum is. It's tit height. So below the tits. Below the, below the nipples? Yes. Sure. Which is easier to follow because you can draw a line unless you've got some wonky nips. Well, listen, n- nipples often not wonky. See, look, their sternum there is... Looks a bit penile, doesn't it? Well, it's a bit long. But have you gone a dried cuttlefish, Dave? Cause yeah, I feel it like came up with a lot of the food, which I don't think was what you were quite hoping no, for. No, you're right. On a beach, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it's a dried. I think it's just like a... Cuttlefish on beach. Yeah, these ones. There you go. Yep. As if that doesn't look like a sternum. Yeah, too. that's... Mm. That that's, looks like a sternum, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's sternum. It's pretty. That's pretty spot on. Good from you. I don't know why. When I see it, I go, there's a sternum. Now, it's stupid. I get it, but I'm fucking... No, but they're on. not worlds apart. No, sternum got a bit of cock about it, though. It's got a bit of cock, a bit of cuttlefish. Anyway, the reason they're doing it, obviously, is to try and avoid concussion, right? Obviously, concussion. But it's like, yep. at what point are we, for, are we just going to... Like, do you just cancel it? Just cancel sport. Can't do it. Or have these contracts so airtight that you go, listen, if you are partaking in this sport, then you are taking on the risk that is associated with it. Like, could you sue someone if you were doing a fucking Red Bull cliff dive and you fucked it up and broke your neck jumping into the water? Maybe you could. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, there is inherent risk in doing shit. Does What happens with Scotty James... When he's flying down a half pipe in the Olympics, going 400 million meters in the air, spinning and twisting. Yeah, like, did comes you, down and hits his head on the fucking. If, if Travis Pastrana got it wrong, you know, and the double back he goes awry, like, is he. Is he now what, like, fucking, I'm going to sue motorbike, you know, motorbike? Surely, surely in those examples, there's like, you know, the courts would argue and maybe the contract suggests that you are taking on a fuckload of risk that you are personally liable for. Maybe they need to build that hard, into, I guess, some rugby union contracts. If this is the personal liability is difficult when you are playing the sport though like and then i also understand that the sport can't be like if you're getting you know uh dementia or whatever like is the sport covering your costs but i guess like the sports not cover the it's that's probably got a lot to do with listen like obviously shit. sternum is far more palatable than waste waste is it is sternum absurd. is dumb dude and sunny bill put up a video shout out to sunny would love to have you on the podcast one day 
my big strong bra. <laughs> but like Sonny He's put up, gorgeous. Sonny put up a thing on his Instagram being like, the worst concussion I ever had in my career was me trying to tack- go low on someone in a tackle and he put yep. a video up. Mate, waist opens up knees, elbows, and, the guy's and trying to elbows you and hip. fucking hips, dude. Hips are no joke. But like hips you, will fuck you, you up. You can get knocked out going low, you can get knocked out going high. But the thing, the reason they're saying it's like they're they're sort of re- removing any consideration it would seem about the danger to the tackler because the only reason they're lowering it is because of the danger to the tacklee but then sunny coming out being like mate and you see cunts getting fucking knocked out because they get tackles wrong all i wonder the time. whether it happens more to a tackler than a tacklee i reckon listen i don't have the or numbers i don't have, have the numbers, numbers at hand tom but i've just got that vision of someone going down low getting it wrong and taking a knee the, or a hip and the, just yeah, like your boyd you know, they fall back they fall back your yeah. boyd corner's jake friends who had to retire because of concussions I remember a lot of the time seeing them reel out of tackles fucked as yes. opposed to yes. getting tackled. Yes. I completely agree. I completely agree. Just that fucking image of them falling back. Dropping back, yes. exactly, and being like, oh, what the yep. fuck? Like, that is when it seems to happen yep. the most. So how where where is the IRB, the International Rugby Board, Tom? I'm not sure. I know that the... Have a little look if you can find... I, so the, the, C, the rug, Chief of Rugby Australia said... Not Ray Lane Castle anymore. And we, Just for those and, you know, and the sport poorer for it. <laughs> um, I don't know his name. Hamish, someone maybe. Hamish McLennan? Hamish McLennan. McLaughlin? No, McLennan? that's Gill's brother. Um, he Although, initially, he initially no, said something like, it's inevitable that the tackle height's going to change. And then everyone was like, what? And then I think he's come out again since and subsequently said, nah, like it's not inevitable. So it's like, what the fuck? Rugby's just how do you say insane. how do you say it's inevitable and then like and then walk back on that again? That's a do your own research, punters and dribblers. I was reading it yesterday, but I'm more coming from the perspective of it's almost like he's like let, let a cat out of the bag, so to speak, and then has and then yeah, the feedback's not great. The feedback's not great. Decided yet yeah, they're like walking back on it. But you, know? you just like it's especially with rugby, which already has such an over policing. Well, You're yeah, like, do many, you need to laws, do any Tom. more than this now? Too many laws. Too many laws. It's like, now you're going to go, oh, sorry, that was above the sternum. Fuck me dead. So, a few things. So, I think the new chief executive of Rugby Australia is Andy Marinos. I think Hamish McLennan's gone. Um, this new law was unanimously voted by the RFU, the Rugby Football Union, which is the governing body in England, uh, which it says... It'll ban tackles above the waist for all matches below the elite level. So not professional, below the elite level. So that's level. club rugby. Yeah, essentially. Are so you, that's been voted into effect. Do you yep. have to tackle below the waist? From July 1st. Wow, bro. That is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, that's insanity. So it seems like a lot of it has come from... They did like a lot of trials and... Um, like studies and stuff about the risk of concussion. But one of the big things it mentions here is that there was a class action by like 60 or something players for uh, essentially not being warned and properly catered for for the amount of head injuries. So it's almost like a liability thing. Yeah. And I understand from that side well. in terms yeah. of like... But the, it seems though a little bit unfair. And again, I'm speaking without knowledge. And obviously if you are dealing with the byproduct of concussion from fucking head knocks in rugby. Like, that's fucked, right? That's awful. But everyone seems to be getting to the understanding at the same time. 
it doesn't seem like it was something where, you know, like people are hiding the facts and then going, oh, we knew about this and we just weren't telling you. Yes. Like it seems a little unfair, again, based on the very uh, primitive understanding that we may have, but that like everyone's working this shit out at the same time and only realising how bad concussions were or are, especially can continuous and over a long period of time. Like, what are you going to... Is there any acknowledgement in that study, I'm guessing not, of the risk of concussion from fucking tackling that low? No, it doesn't seem like it. But that is one of the opposition that a lot of, like, players and stuff have come out and said, as you said about Sonny Bill. Tell you what, you'd, you, your Tong and Thors of the world are going to be like... I mean, obviously, it's, it's um, only below professional... Uh, level, but like if you're a Tong and Thor body type, uh, Taniela Tupo, and you're playing like good luck tackling that fucking guy around the waist. Yeah, yeah, that ain't happening, mate. That ain't good happening. fucking. He's gonna get bunted. Yeah, you're gonna, get, you're gonna get your fucking. You're gonna get bunted out of this world. Do mate. you know why you go high on someone like Taniela Tupo? And I don't mean head high. I just mean above the waist. Is because. He's fucking terrifying around the waist. Yeah. He's terrifying everywhere, but yeah. he's less terrifying above dude, the waist. their legs are fucking huge. Dude. And I'm they just knee high, just yeah. fucking Pumping running out. Dude. And you got to go low? Fuck that. How is that? That seems like so obvious to me. Yeah. That you, if you have to go that low I'm with motherfuckers for, with tree trunks for legs, and they just and they just go, you know what, bro? Powering. I'm going to fucking bring my knees up a bit. Well, that's it as well, though. Like, and then I'm gonna they're going to start monitoring that. High knee runners, like... Mate, it's... It's... I don't know. I don't know where we're at. I don't know where we're at now. And again, I don't have fuckloads of information to hand. Maybe it's a huge problem that I'm not... Well, it is a huge problem, but like... But so, the head highs have been outlawed in the game for fucking... I don't think they were ever play on, right? So they could be arguing. I'm just playing the other side of the coin here, Tom. Play it. There might be, there may be a feeling that listen, head highs have been outlawed in the game since its fucking inception, and we've still got issues. So what do we do about it? Right, but so then isn't as the and like, it's still going to happen. You would assume something will happen. What about if it's a fucking tackle around the waist, and then he falls down and he hits his fucking? I think it, like, I think it's you, ludicrous in the extreme. You can't that, avoid concussions. You can't get them out of the game like mm. what if a guy then is changing his body height what if he's running like again like in the the action of you would when you pack a scrum where you're like really hinged at the hips and running like low mm. you're picking drives at the fucking ruck and mall like how are you hitting the cunt around the legs there yeah, he's well, diving in to score a try. Yeah, like, like right what the fuck the are you going to do? How are you going to... That doesn't make any sense now that you fucking... How do you that. hold a... Go, you, you particularly, could, particularly like fucking I'm next piggy or whatever the my fuck. My pillar, my place. My, my pillar, my <laughs> place. That sort of shit. Or my pillar, my post. My pick up, my place. My pick... Again, that's forward shit. I yeah, was never is. up there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But like, what's what happens there when motherfuckers are literally... That's what I mean. Like, like what do you do? Tom well, and Thor pick and drive from the back of the ruck a metre out from the line. Don't you touch me above the hips, bitch. Or, yeah, is that, or is that considered waist height because they hinged at the waist as opposed to below the waist? Again, you know what I mean? It, now we get Absolute can of worms. One dude. of the things they've said uh, to try and like really make it, oh, it could make the game better or whatever from this trial that they ran was that it increased offloads and passes in the game. But then how do you wrap the ball up? Righto. Absolutely ridiculous. Absurd. 
absurd. Uh, and like that is you are you are opening Tom Pandora's box. Pandora's box, a can of worms, Tom. Can of worms, Pandora's box. And listen, we all know, we all know that once you've opened that can of worms, Tutankhamun's tomb. And then what? Them worms are out. Yeah, and they're about. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. No, you can't. Although they do get it in in the first place. But you know what I mean? It's a great point. I think you probably could get it back in. Well, they have to get it in because it comes out. But you can't get it back in. No. But I reckon I could actually if I was, if I was, if if the the goal was can you get toothpaste back in the tube? Yeah, I can. So stop with the fucking. You'd just syringe it back in, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. Lemon squeezy. Anyway. To lemon. That's that's all I have on rugby union, though, buddy. Yeah, listen, I just thought it was listen, to talk I think, about. listen, I think it's 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 good for you and I, Tom, to get it off our chest. Let the punter and the dribbler make their own decisions. Um, we're just shining a light on the game where it's at. Very interesting. Didn't realize rugby union in England had basically banned above the waist tackles. Sort of. Watch this space. Watch this space. Eddie, it's official, right? Like until end of Jan slash. Dribbler New Year, February 1. I don't allow myself to get too hyped about rugby league. Cricket's still on, big bash, tennis, like there's distractions there. But now that that's all done, I don't, is the big bash still on or is that yeah, it's still yeah, going. It's finals, finals this tonight? Week. No, this week. Well, no, this week. Finals coming up. Yeah. But you know what I mean? The Australian summer, from a sporting sense, essentially over. Mm. I am now, and it's been long enough since the rugby league grand final, I am now starting to get the tingles within my scrotum that are the signs of excitement for the 2023 Rugby League season. Like, I am getting jacked. The players are all looking super fit. They've had 10 weeks of fucking pre-season. I don't know if you saw this. Can I show you this? Can I show you this, Eddie, for a second? Uh, A photo that I took a screenshot of, which I'm also going to post on Instagram. But Josh Adokar... Dude, Josh Adokar is a fucking specimen. Dude. Josh Adokar, like, I'll, I'll like, send this to you, Tobler. You can put it in the bloody in the YouTube. You want to talk about uh, motivations on the way to Six Pack City, dude? Like that that man. He's packed up. He is packed all the way up. Do you know what Josh Schuster? Not that weight's important, punters and dribblers, but it is a good indicator of of, uh, of whether you're you're up and about and you're ready for a season. Joshua Schuster is 15 kilos lighter than 2022. 15 kilos. That is unbelievable. He came back. He, he fucking said no. He said Nabra to the Rugby League World Cup. Yeah, he did. Which was, he's a Samoan. He would have been in the final. He wanted to get his body right and his mind right. I want to fucking, right. I want to get hot, horny and humming for the, watch for the him, mighty Manly Seagulls. Watch him have one of the great seasons all time, Tom. Yeah. He's absolutely fucking primed for it. This is his moment. This is his moment in time. You're absolutely right. 15 kilos, Before dude. we get into it, we all know that the balls start to tingle around February for rugby league. We all know that. Yep. We all know that. February moments away. I'd also say this quickly before you go on, that all trials exclusive to KO. Coming up. Coming up, coming up just around the corner. And then if you want to get really granular, you want to call yourself a rugby league fan uh, and you don't have KO, then what you are is a liar because of the numbers Dior'd here, but 300 games of NRL played in a season. I think like 250 of those are exclusive to KO. So. Well, it's, it's about 95% of them, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Exclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. to K. So if you don't have K, you're a fucking fraud and you should know that. And yeah. you'd hang your head in shame. It's as simple as that. Shame. Also, we've also said in the past that February usually dry from a sporting perspective. 
Trials, yeah. baby. It's all about the trials. Starting to moisten up. Again, moisten you know, not up. to get back to Ice Age sort of moisten chat. Me and, up. You know, like With Thorin. Environment, but it's like, oh, the Sahara used to be a rainforest. Now it's dry. The Sahara was what February used to be. Yes. It's February used to be a sporting Sahara. Now it's wet. more of a tundra. That's wet. Is a tundra what I'm looking for? A tundra. Well, that's Arctic. No, not tundra. Uh, no, what is it? Can, can rainforest. A can a tundra not be like... Humid and... No, can a tundra not be like a fucking tundra of... Um, Rainforesty, swampy? Just like no trees, I think is what a tundra is. Yeah, but it is usually... So you can have like grass... Can you have like grass fields at a tundras? You can, but it's still cold. No, nah, it's not... Well, it's not cold. It's a it's a humid equator-based rainforest, February. It's so starting a, to get that way. A tundra is when the subsoil is permanently frozen. So no, there that can still be grass February on top. Is. So it's not a tundra. It's not a tundra. It's not a tundra because the, the, the rains are moist in this bitch. Yeah, up. no, no, no. It's February moist. is starting to moisten. It's moist. It's moist. It's There's thawing. moistness. There's moistness. Like a moist tiramisu. Shout out to Steph's mum who made one of the greats. Shout out to tiramisu generally. Yeah, but, shout out to that you, one you, by Marina, Marina, who stood the fuck up and delivered yeah, yeah. when it counted. She made one of the great tiramisu. When it counted. It she, counted. She went hard. She went hard in the paint, yep. delivered. I ran my eye over it, and my buds loved it. Loved it. Shout out to Marina. What I was saying is, Tom, obviously, Kieran Foran, dog. Love him. Love loved. Ya. Love you, Kieran. Loved. Love you. Love. I think, like, Thank you. You want to comp with the club, so there's always going to be love there. Always. But now you're a dog. But you dog the boys. You're a dog. So you're, that's, you're a Gold it Coast is what dog. It is. You're a Gold Coast dog. Listen, did you dog the boys to go play in the Gold Coast? Yes. So, like, I don't know what you want me to say. Josh Schuster. Obviously, eyes on the metaphorical prize goes, I want to own that six jersey, baby. Mm. I want that six jersey to be mine and mine alone. Obviously, there's boys sniffing around. You hear some fucking stories about some young fine. KO Weeks. Not an ad for KO. That's not a cross-promotion. His name's KO Weeks. Might be different spelling. Listen... If the six jersey for Manly was a bum hole, dude, there's, there's, there's pooches sniffing around. Yeah, there are. That's all I'm saying. Sniffing that fucking bum hole. Yeah. And our boy, Josh Schuster... Goes, that's my bum hole. Thank you very much. Thank you very and much. And over the get your nose one, out of my bum hole. Yeah, get your nose out of my bum hole because that's my bum hole to do what I want with. So he goes out there under the fucking, the, the careful eye of one Roger Fabry, sharpens up, quickens up. Also the watchful the, eye of Tony Siebes. Tony Siebes. Watches, like, just wait dropping off the kid. He's going to go out there and have one of the great seasons. So. Yep. Now, just, 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 you've been warned. Yeah, you've been warned. Just quickly on Tony Siebes and KO Weeks. Not an ad for KO, but shout out to KO. All you're doing, Tom, is pointing out that KO Weeks has the same name as KO. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. But I'd also point out in the same breath that if you don't have KO, then you're going to miss 90% of the rugby league games in 2023. So that's just, that's an aside. Happy accident, if you will. Now, Tony Siebes, who obviously since rebrand, I trust implicitly... And, you know, I like the way he looks at the game of rugby league. He's had, I was reading always this. Have. Always have. Uh, he, he, in the Herald, I believe, um, he was speaking about how he's had KO training at fullback the entire preseason. Mm. Now, obviously, that provides us some much-needed cover for Tommy if he goes down, but also Ruben, who is now a centre, slash, I was always a centre. Ruben, I was always a centre, Garrick. Well... I'm happy with Ruben it. Ruben cutting his fucking teeth. On the wing. On the wing. On the sting. 
but also always gave off centre vibes. Well, he's, he's, he played his, or he played in all these junior reps because he was a schoolboy, an Aussie schoolboy, I believe, centres. So imagine having a fucking world-class centre on the wing and then just going, oh, now we're going we'll, to put him in the centres. Anyway, KO Week's training at fullback because Tony Siebes, coach Tony Siebes, said that it's the best place, best position to learn the game. So he's probably going to be a utility player for us, a 14 maybe. Can cover in the halves, cover in fullback. But he says that he's going to now come into the utility role a much more uh, intelligent footballer thanks to his time at fullback. Now that, to me, is just coaching now and coaching insight from one of the great minds in the game. Tom, I think that the year 2023, season 2023, particularly from a manly perspective, may be like the year of the bird. You know, like, fuck you, your dad of me. You're you know? Ruben, fuck you. I am a Bird center. gang, dude. Bird fuck gang. You. Fuck you. Tommy Turbo, fuck you. Not Tommy, but Tommy's saying As in this. Tommy's saying that to the league. Give fuck the bird. you. I'm winning another Dally Am. I'm not going down injured. Tony Siebes, fuck the lot of you. I am a great coach. Joshy Schuster, fuck you. I'm not some fat slob who you fucking... You, 15 you, kilos. you think has lost love for the game. 15 kilos. Fuck you. Bird gang. Like, it's, it's going to be a year of fuck yous, Tom. That's what I think. And yeah. I reckon they get up there, and when they're lifting that fucking probe and summons, going, fuck the lot of you. Bird gang. That should be on the, That should be our 2023 premiership uh, T-shirts. Yeah, bird gang. Birds sitting on a wire. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck the sitting lot of you. Sitting on the up. premiership trophy. Yeah, fuck the lot of you. That's anyway, what's happening That's what's going to happen. That's what's ahead of us this season, year 2023. Year 2023, Lord, year of the bird. Lord and Savior, year of the bird. Now, generally speaking, from a rugby league perspective, I've heard Tim Sheens come out. There's a lot of hype around the Tigers, and hype is probably a... No, uh, there's... Well, there's... There's some interest. Some uh, hype's probably the wrong word. It's definitely there's, the wrong word. There's certainly some... Um, they're spoken about in, in different terms. Like, it used to be like... Tigers was sort of mentioned only with sort of like a grimace afterwards, you know? You'd be like, oh, sad. Tigers. Sad, depressing, deflating, embarrassing, you know? Yeah. But this offseason has been kind to them. They've recruited well. Tim Sheen seems to have brought a bit of a sheen back to the club, Tom. Well, they were you know what the corner in the paper? Sheenius. <sighs> Which... I mean, I just want to know where that fucking energy was when you sacked him however many years ago, but whatever, that's fine. But the genius has returned. The genius has returned. Oh, my God. The genius. That's good it's stuff. Just, that's right. that's what it's like all penis, about. Sounds though, a little bit. I know it doesn't, and I'm being childish, but a genius is sort of what it sounds like to me. Genius feels like part of a penis. I got the cleanest, meanest, genius. That's a Biggie Smalls line. So, sorry I'm fucking tapped into the bloody... Culture. Sheenus feels like a muscle in the penis. That's all I'm saying. It does. It sounds like a muscle, like an important muscle. One that like squeezes out. Loads and loads, piss. You know? Loads and piss. You now they shoot out. It's like. <laughs> that's a Sheenus. That's a Sheenus. It's a penis pump. It's a penis pump, but that's Pumps what the loads. Tigers have got. They've got a penis pump. And they'll need one because that penis hasn't been hard for fucking 11 years. Yeah. But the Sheenus came out and. I'm also hearing that fucking uh, Benji got a bit of genius about him. Uh, Benji got a bit of magic dust for that sheenus. Sprinkling. Which I think once it gets hard, keeps it numb so it doesn't go. Well, that's right. It, it just inspiring it, the, the sheenus. Sheenus gets it hard. Benji numbs the tip. 
yep. sensitivity gone, not going to go so, early. So you can go in there and you can put in one of the great performances of your life. Well, so you need to be you need to be staying hard for 26 rounds of rugby league football and then finals. Yeah, yeah. Your so sensitivity needs exactly. to be at a, at a minimum. It needs you can't pop off early. If you go no. round one, it's all over. Exactly. You got to you got to you got to build and build and build for the finals. Yeah. You need that sheenness pumping at the right time. And then sensitivity at its maximum probably for grand final day. Grand final day. You need That's to be right. hypersensitive. Hypersensitive on grand final day. To the touch. That's right. So you can over the whole league. You know yep. what I mean? Complete. That being said, Sheenus came out and was heavy. Because I'm looking at the Tigers and I'm like, I can't help but feel like I don't hate them. In terms of like, the, they brought in some good players. I don't hate them. But, uh, but the only problem is that ever like you just look at their halves and poor old uh, Lukey Brooks of never taking him to the finals fame has never taken him to the finals. Well, she, well she, the genius thinks it's Paramount to bullying. That's what I saw. The genius. Paramount to bullying. P- bullying. Bullying. It's Paramount to bullying. It's cut and dry bullying. Yeah. Black and white bullying. Black and white bullying. Now, that may be true, genius. And maybe there is an element of bullying, but I also don't think that the bullying has been unwarranted at times. Listen, bullying unwarranted, but criticism warranted. They're 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 sort of they're they're almost like like relatives though. They are. You know? No, they are. You could you could you half could, brother and sister. You could you could misdiagnose a good honest criticism as bullying as bullying or bullying as criticism. That's right. It, depending on how you wanted to look at it. And if you're looking at it through the, the lenses of a man who loves the club, trying to protect his boy going into a season, a trying, to give him, trying to give him every ounce of confidence that he can possibly impart, you could probably understand why you call it bullying. I think it's more criticism, yes. generally. But I can't help but like him, Tom. I'm, I'm a Bateman guy. I'm, I'm a, a Coruscant guy. guy. I'm a yeah. Papaletti guy. I yeah. am. Dude. I've always been. Those guys fucking hump. Like they, yeah. they prime me yeah. in many I've respects. I've always been a Bateman guy as well. Always been a Bateman I've guy. I've always been a Bateman guy. Always been a Bateman guy. Great to see him back in the league. Obviously, it's hard to fucking scratch that itch elsewhere. Yeah. You know, if you're a big-time throbber, like if you're a big if you're a big game guy, Tom. All girl. All girl. Obviously all girl. If you're a big game, guy girl. It's it's hard to scratch that itch in a beta league. That's all I'm saying. And that's no disrespect, despite the fact it sounds inherently disrespect, disrespectful. I think we can all agree, no disrespect, that the Super League, not as super as the NRL, so slightly beta. So what you're not gonna scratch any success itches in a beta league when you know that you're a big game player in the biggest league. In, in, in the land. If you need to put super in front of anything, it's probably not the case. Superman. I mean, what do you, you stop pushing us? You know, stop pushing him on me. Superannuation. Yeah. Is it necessary? Is it just annuation? Is it just annuation? Uh, there's nothing super about it. Super rugby. Not that, not anymore. No. <laughs> do not you know anymore. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just rugby, really. Super soaker. Probably the only one that I'll, super soakers are good. Super soakers were good. Super I don't Nintendo. Think, I don't think Super Nintendo. Nintendo 64 is better. It is. Super hasn't been used well or appropriately since the Super Soaker. Mm, I'd say I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Now, reach out if you think we're wrong, but can't help but feel like we're not. All we're saying is Bateman out of the Super League, which isn't that super at all, back into the Premier League on the fucking planet, the NRL. And I'm excited to see how he goes. Will he... Will he have lost a yard of pace, Tom, so to speak? Obviously, pace is not like a fucking hallmark of his game. Do you just mean a step generally? Yes. Will he have lost a step? Potentially, but then again, if you look at if you look he at, was he but, was basically the best background in the comedy league. No, he was. I think he might have been the background of the year. But if you look at 
if you look at the way that I return to the thick ropes after being out, yeah. 72, not 33. You reckon, 33 you, reckon, you reckon. I just mean like that doesn't necessarily mean anything. You reckon there's a bit of Birmingham in Bateman? Is that what you're saying? Listen, was he? did he grow up in Birmingham in England? Could have. That city was named after me. Can't rule it out. I can't rule it out. No, you can't. Birmingham in the north, I think that's where they play rugby league time. There you go. Can't rule it out. There you go. So listen, would I don't you be so. shocked? Would any of us be shocked if Tigers come out and fucking go back to back spoons? I also wouldn't be shocked by that. I do think the Dragons certainly looking less inspiring. That's just a vibe thing as much as I don't like going too deep into the Dragons. I just find them very... <laughs> Tell you who I do like. Is that, was that bullshit about them getting rid of the Illawarra? Part? No, 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 they did. I'm pretty sure they did. I tell you who I do like, and I can't help it. Bulldogs. I really like the doggies. I like this side. But I tell you who doesn't, or at least who is concerned, and Dave, you might need to find this article, but I do know that buzz of Mayo Man fame, of Hatesville Gould fame, I think he's concerned with the radical spending that the Bulldogs are mm. having. He thinks yeah, he there thinks could be some problems. Yeah, he thinks it's unsustainable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, things are going to run out of coin. Yeah. Well, he put it also in the context of the new pokies laws that they're overturning, which will limit people spending on poker machines and saying the Bulldogs, among other clubs who rely a lot on uh, like their leagues clubs to fund them, could struggle to maintain that level of spending if they're not getting as much money. But Phil Gould is spending things. the money that's been given him by the NRL, is he not? Or is he like fucking buying, you know, like... No, I think I think centers there's, of I, excellence and I think yeah, I think there's probably elements of that. But I the Laundy the Laundy boys have got deep pockets. Yeah, mm-hmm. deep deep pockets. Shout deep. out to the Laundy boys if you you know I don't know if you feel like there's some room in your pockets. Well, listen, a couple of young what, po- podcasters. I, I, just if, if I'm hearing you correctly, Tom, what you're suggesting is that if the Laundy boys of deep pocket fame mm. are looking to offload a little bit of cheddar, yeah, look no further. And by deep, we mean Mariana Trench. You think the Mariana Trench is deep? You haven't been in the pocket of a laundry. Listen, Tom and I always open for cheddar. Listen, we'll go. We'll go exploring the deepest recesses of this planet. Yeah. If those recesses are the laundry. Do you want me to take pockets. an expedition into your pocket? Because I will. We'll get. We'll get Dave. What's his name? James Cameron on the. Get blah. him on the blah. Get us. Get him. To get get that me one of those. Get me one of those fucking submarines, submarines bro. That it can withstand pressure of yep. you know ocean pressure, which water. Well, pressure. like thousands of metric tons. Yes. Which. Again, laundry boys. Listen, all we're saying is if you're now, a laundry and you own pubs and you want to give us money, that's, <laughs> that's what we're or saying. Or stock Big Day Rosé in every single one of your... Uh, listen, I, <laughs> anyway, listen anyway. I think Buzz I think Buzz is just looking to fucking write something. And yeah, credit to him. I respect it. I love it. I miss Buzz. I miss Kenty. I miss Hoops. I miss Braith. You know, I miss the circus. Mm. I miss it, and I can't wait for it to get. But back. I would say this. I would say this. I would be more. I would be more concerned if I was. You know, I think Buzz should be more concerned if they were spending money inappropriately. Think like, was it the Eels who got done for salary cap fraud, but they fucking still came last? Like that's yeah. that's a mismanagement of funds. You cheat the cap and win. Good for you. But if Thank I'm you. looking at the way the Bulldogs are spending their their do re me Tom. I'm liking what they're. I'm liking what they're buying, dude. dude. Reed Marnie and Reed Marnie, captain, stud, but named as captain. They've announced one of the all-time most complicated leadership groups ever. Who? The Bulldogs. Talk to me. So they've got a club captain who's Raymond Faitala Mariner. Yeah. And he's. This is what it says in the NRL article. He's been tasked to lead the charge on club culture 
alongside teammates in the leadership group, Josh Adokar, Vili Kikau, and Max King. Yep. But the game day on-field captaincy will be led by co-captains Reed Marnie and Matt Burton. Yeah. No, that makes complete that, sense. No, that's not difficult. That makes sense. And Cam Serraldo of highly touted uh, rookie coach fame, he knows what he's doing. What he's done is he's picked hot throbbers on the rise, you know, willing to, that you know, need to step up, right? You need Matt Burton to be that motherfucker. You need Reed Marnie to be that motherfucker. So you're giving him the responsibility to let him, like, rise to the occasion. But culture... Culture is important. Culture is very important. And you've got one of the great culture generators in Addo Car fucking leading that fucking You want Vili Kikauer part of culture because you need him to buy in. And if he's been given some responsibility to be like set the agenda here, yes. he's going to make sure that he steps up to the plate, literal and metaphorical. You could argue genius from Seraldo with those fucking selections, Tom. You could also cool. argue Reid Marnie, Matt Burton, what do they do? They touch nut. They touch a lot of nut. And that's not, you're not, not each other's. No, I'm saying they share a nut. They 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 share nut. They pass each other nut. They they swap nut. Swap nut. (laughs) Exchange nut. Exchange nut. A lot of it. And I think that if you're out there swapping nut, fucking you know, countless times a game, then you should probably be skipped. Yeah, because you're taking one for the team. Yeah. I didn't hear Kyle Flanagan's name come up in any of those. Is that fair? Is that correct? No, I didn't hear Kyle. I'd be interested. Interesting if Kyle. Well, I think I think I think what Seraldo's done, Tom, is he's freeing he's freeing Kyle up for a big year. You go out there and yeah. and, and you own this year on your own terms. Yep. There's no culture. Don't worry about culture. Don't worry about fucking. No, you're just football game day. You're, Play just, footy. you're just rugby league football. Yeah, that's all you are, baby. You're a seven. Go out there. I need you to be a seven. And I need you to be a seven. I want you to be a seven. I don't. You're not a six. No, I need you to be a seven. I want you to wake up in the morning and just go. Who am I? I'm a seven. I'm a seven. That's all you are. Get him walking around in a seven suit. Now, that seems dumb. That seems like, Tom, you're a fucking idiot. Is but it I though? think but it, is it is it. Is it? If is you, it. If For a man ne- that's struggled to become a seven. I ne- you need him to look in the mirror and see the number seven. Yes. Because he's in one. Yeah. Watch the movie, Seven. Different film, but that's all right. Surround yourself with sevens and you too shall Just be seven. a seven. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said it. Yeah. You've always said it. We've fucking oath have always said it. Um, so that's the dogs, though. I don't know what... I mean, listen, I'm happy for Buzz to just come out and... Get the wheels turning. Mate, Buzz I, is just, Buzz is under the Titanic shoveling coal mm. as they're trying to just get the fucking turbines moving. Get them moving. Get them moving. Um, but Light I Light the last boilers. You know what I mean? Light the last boilers, full steam ahead. Correct. Next stop, New York City. Take baby. it to see Mr. Murdoch. That's right. I Let's will. stretch your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. A quick shout out, Eddie, to Cody Ramsey, who of Dragons fullback fame, yep. dude, ulcerative colitis, I believe, out for the season. Had family member with ulcerative colitis. Not fun at all. Like a very fucked um, thing to have to deal with. So, good luck, bro. What is that? What was that you were saying? Ulcerative colitis. It, what is it, that? It, so it's uh, I mean ulcers, but it's like in your bowel. So it's like a bowel based. Bowel based ulcers. And I don't know. Well, I don't like it's. I mean, again, as I understand it, I'm not sort of like, oh, it's ulcers all over the bowel. I don't exactly know what the problem is, but I do know that, like, mate, it makes you fucking. It's a nightmare to deal with. You going to the toilet all the time and like. Oh, Jesus. But I don't know. I, I, don't, I know there's varying degrees. Like, some people need surgery, mm. some people don't, I think. And mm. I don't know necessarily how you remedy it, but it's something that you don't cure. You can't cure it. Nah, like, you've got it. You, that's it. Again, I don't know whether it means 
that's my understanding of it. You can't cure it, but you can manage it. And if there's surgery that makes it like that, again, change it. But like family member, I had, like, had to have bowel removed, basically the large intestine mm. gone. And I'm confused by exactly the, the anatomy here. So, you know. Large intestine removed? And then I think so. And then it became like, or the la- like, is there a large and a small? So it's like. There the- is a small, small urine, large. Right, so Shit. I'm pretty sure the large Think. one, which like withdraws all the moisture out, and then it becomes like solid poos. Had to get rid of it, and then a small, like a new sort of like fashioned one there, but obviously it doesn't work as well. Like a fake one. Well, it's not a fake one because, it, but it's like not a real one. It's a, it's like a less functional one. Interesting. Mm. Again, I don't know if you need that every time you get it, but it sounds like an absolute fucking nightmare. So thoughts with Cody. Thoughts and prayers. Um. That sucks. Um, that does suck. Side note to Cody, though, generally, Dragon's looking awful this year. Just think it's probably important to finish with that. I think, I think it's important to point out that the Dragons will be my spoon selection this yeah. year. I would also like to point out that, given I know nothing, I also had the Cowboys getting the spoon last year. So. Yeah, take that with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Specifically, though, fuck the Dragons. Fuck them. Eddie. Tom. Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah. Now, a couple of things here. Conor McGregor, there's, have you heard the recent allegations about Conor? No. Pre this video? No. So there's allegations that, and I'm saying allegations, so I don't just say alleged anymore, but like from a few months back that he like got, he like fucked up a chick on his boat and she like had to jump off to escape and was like picked up by the Coast Guard or some shit. He was, got handsy. Is that what he's saying? That's the allegation. Which is fucking disgraceful, obviously. Um, she had to jump off the boat and got picked up by the Coast Guard. Something crazy mm. like that. Apparently, reportedly, allegedly, all that, reportedly kicked her in the stomach, punched her in the face, and threatened to drown her. Oh. So, God. I think it's important to start with that because that's disgraceful, if true. Obviously, presumption of innocence in any of these situations. I will say, innocent or guilty here, obviously you would hope he's innocent because if you were to hope he was guilty, you would essentially be hoping that that actually happened. You would hope that never happened. I'm, I'm following. You know. Yeah. He has become, like, he's becoming very fucking hard to stomach. Oh, generally Incredibly hard to Just stomach. Just like not he's fighting. Like a, he's really weird on Instagram. It's a bit Magoo, dude. It's a bit. It's completely Magoo. Uh, the meal's gone off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's like it started as one of the most incredible pad ties you've ever had. Like just a fucking pad tie that, that no quid in it. Yeah, and a pad tie that came at the right time. What sort of pad tie? I'm interested to know. What chicken. Are you See chicken. I'm thinking duck, but where they haven't fucked you on the duck. Okay, so like a, 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 a top notch duck. Well, but, so like you're getting it off Uber, it's like, oh, you're gonna have to pay like another seven dollars if you want duck. Listen, I'm 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 gonna go a step further. I think you're in your famous your, your favorite Thai restaurant. You've ordered the duck, you've heard it's great. It comes out steaming hot. It hasn't travelled anywhere. It's ready for you. Yeah. Right. But it's there's mountains of it. There's duck to go around. Everyone's enjoying. Everyone's the duck. enjoying dining the duck. out on duck. Enjoying the duck. Duck's great. You take the duck home. You put it in the fridge. You keep dining out on the duck. And it gets it's 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 not as good as it was, no, it's not. but it's still okay. It's but kept. then you realise that there's still duck left after a couple of weeks, and you go to have some, and it smacks you in the face, Food and it's poisoning. like, oh, this is off. Yeah, this isn't good. That's Conor quickly, McGregor. Before you get back to Conor, did I mention on the podcast like podcast last week about my dream with duck? No, I want to get a full, like, 
Peking duck from a Chinese restaurant and sit down and consume it in one sitting by myself. You've you have said that to me multiple occasions. You've said that to me off air. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Like if I ever said it on the podcast, I don't know. But oh, I, I thought might... you were saying you had a dream about a duck. No, no, I, I'm have I said it on the podcast. No, before? you have, you, have, you, have, you have. I need to make that dream a reality. No, you've you've ta- you've talked. Often, I need to make your that desire to go and lock yourself in a bedroom or a cupboard. Well, with I'll a do duck. it in here. I don't need to. I don't need to. I'm not shy. I'm not hiding away. Get the pancakes out. Anyway, I think I have said it. Kid wants a whole duck. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's gone off, mate. Now, he's so magoo now. He's he's very listen. He's the sort of guy that can turn it around again, assuming he hasn't done anything I illegal. Don't. I mean, if I mean, no. you can turn it around if you come out and start winning. But he's but but the way he is seems to like I don't understand how you can come back from. The only way is to come out and dominate and win. That's it. That's the only way, and it's very unlikely because he's fucking thirty four and he's you know beyond it. But the allegations aside, because we're just parking those there, I heard someone describe that like there's no one better than Conor McGregor at muddying the news cycle waters when he's got some controversy with other shit. And he wasn't saying that this most recent uh, video that came out was like fake or anything, but he was just like, the guy always seems to have something to distract you when he's got a scandal. And it you was couldn't, him. You, there's no way you could fake. The no, no, no. I don't think you fake it, but he got hit by a car while he was riding a, a, a push bike. What I'm saying is, yeah, so he gets hit by, someone's fucking gone up the arse of him while he's riding his bike. Come off, cut his fucking leg and shit. Like he's, I mean, I don't know how quick he was going or how quick he got hit, but he's in relatively okay nick. He bounced up. He bounced up. Well, the thing that's funny is that as soon as he's hit, he's up on his phone filming it. And you can tell in his voice, he's like rattled. Exactly, which is why it's not fucking put on. You could also tell when he's in the car getting driven by the guy that's hit him and he's filming him, asking his name and yeah. shit. The guy is fucking shitting himself. <laughs> he is he's shitting, shitting himself. Imagine hitting someone, which Dude, is obviously... Dude, the look in that fucking guy's face is fucked. But imagine hitting someone. Obviously, hitting someone in a car is like a nightmare scenario. Being hit by a car is a nightmare scenario. But being, but hitting someone, then going, holy fuck, you get out and it's Conor McGregor. You're like, not only could this guy sue me to death, but if he's up, if he's if I haven't incapacitated him, he might get up and give me one of the great beatings of all time. And the guy was just apologising profusely, like, I'm so sorry. Can you get the video up, Dave? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's going, geez, you're bleeding. And he's like, you're right, mate. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Jesus Christ, praise the Lord. I almost died. <laughs> and now no, get the first one up, not just this one. Go to the first video. Hold off a bleed, boy. <laughs> all good, mate. All good. I'm totally Don't sorry. Don't worry about it. Seriously. Uh, well, mate, that's nice. Nah, that's fucking hot. We could have been dead there, mate. Look. That guy's got the cream of me, boy. Yeah. I can't believe he gets yeah. out and films. I know. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. I'm not getting away with your life there, boys, yeah? Do you want it? Do you want it? No, I don't give a fuck. I'll tell you, all good, all good. Safe travels. God bless, brother, yeah? <laughs> sorry. All good, all good. Sorry. Do you want me to bring the bike home and all that? Do you know what? Yeah. Grab it and throw it into this. I'm going to actually need a lift home, mate. Yeah. That's, that boy's fucked. <laughs> give me a <laughs> lift home, cunt. All good, look. I'm about to come in. I'm about to get a smoke of a whip. I'm older. I find it very hard to video? understand him. Well, no, he's hard to understand. Nick, what's your name, man? Look at this guy. Don't film me, please. Nick, bro, Nick. Um, Nick's had to smack me in the car with, with his car. He got the bike in the back. Wasn't there for Look at Nick. Look at Nick. 
from my fucking but still here thank god that's all that matters what's your name it's like dude look at nick how many followers connor got uh, 40 million 30 50 million? uh 45 45.9 million followers you're going oh dude but see look at this photo that he get posts the photo afterwards. up dude dude that is the most look at that that is look at him sucking in and shit <laughs> Holy fuck. Dude, that's dude. like a very uh, homoerotic photo that he's posted there. For like 99% of that photo does not is not necessary for you to see he's got a scratch on his ass. Coach Kavanaugh, 55 or 70. Like, what are we doing? Can I also... There was a thing that happened a couple of weeks ago on Twitter with Connor where I don't even know this with Twitter, but like you can see what you've liked or if you're not on private, you can see like what, you, what you've liked what tweets you've liked. Yeah, and other, other people can see what you've yeah, liked. Yeah, and there's one, and it's of a nude gentleman from the waist up, but he's beating his meat. And so there was this thing of like, oh, Conor McGregor might be bisexual or gay um, because he's liking and tweets. And Conor's liking them. Because he liked it. I don't think that that actually is true. Or who gives a shit if it is or it isn't? It was just something that happened. But that, that, f yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, I didn't realize you could see people beating off on Twitter either. That was that. No, I didn't. Me. Know I was that. like, I didn't think that Twitter was for that. Yeah, there's a lot of uncensored stuff on Twitter. Is there really? Because people get caught all the time liking stuff like this, and it's often people who are like, you know, campaigning against whether it be pornography or whatever it is. Or I have no stand. idea that yeah. people were on there fucking beating off. No idea. No, no idea. Um, but. Either way, you just like in the we, in the shadows of that story, or in the wake of that the, this weird story of him liking a guy whacking off. Um, that photo, I was the first thing I thought I'd go. Wow, that photo looks awfully homoerotic. Yeah, it does. Or I guess it doesn't have to be homoerotic because chicks would like it as well. So maybe just erotic. Well, I think it's just come and get some. Yeah, that's what it screams it looks, to me. It looks sexy. It does. And he's got his he's got he's got his pants down to suggestively. The point where, yeah, 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 yeah. You can see his ass. You can almost see some pubes. Like, well, we like, you can't that? really see some pubes. Well, I think. Oh, I mean, is, is he a shaver? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah can yeah. we go back to that one and just mm. see there? Look at that. Yeah. That's smooth. That also looks like the weight of his pants holding down the shaft. Yes, I'd agree with that, Tom. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Look how far down his pants are. There, yeah. he's he's gone a long way down. Now he's, those pubes are trimmed, dude. There's no trimmed way. within an inch of their lives. Yeah. Sucking in, looking in pretty good nick. I don't I'll know if you. he's necessarily sucking in, maybe slightly, but I mean, the man is jacked. Oh, he's jacked, but I, 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 listen. It would be nice to be able to take a photo like that in fairness. Like, I don't know how we would look if we were to try and recreate that. Uh, Which I'm not saying we do. No, I don't think that the public needs to see that. No, no. Um, no. We wouldn't create it well, recreate it well. Well, it, well, it wouldn't look good. It wouldn't maybe look after good. The, the ab pro. Yeah, once you get the old. Uh, it would look fairly fucking off-putting. Yeah, me particularly, I think. You, you wouldn't look I much wouldn't better. I wouldn't look good, you though, look much dude. I'm not going to fucking sit here and, and try and, you know, win that battle. Even no. though I probably would. No, you'd win it, but I it wouldn't be by much. It wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't it wouldn't be, be by, by a whole lot. No. It wouldn't be But by it would a be a lot. win. It would be a win. Conor anyway. McGregor, uh, it, it, it's just another chapter in a in an in a increasingly weird book. Weird book yeah, it dude. started off as like one of the great books all time, and it got weird. Yeah. It got re it's gotten really really odd. God knows where we go from here because he's not that old. Just announce a fight, please, for fuck's sake. Apparently, Tony Ferguson is one that he might come back for. Talk about picking one of the oldest. Tony Ferguson. 
Jesus Christ. Who's lost, I think, his last five fights, maybe? Well, Tony's... Whatever. Tony's, Tony's got a bit punchy, unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, that's Connor. Hopefully, you know, all that other fucking very heinous allegations aren't true. He tags McGregor fast in that as yes. well, which is outrageous. Yeah, that is outrageous. Sure. Uh, should we get some dribbles, buddy? Let's do it, bro. Time for some dribbles, punters and dribblers. Time for some dribbles. We have an interview straight after this potty, so we've got to get through. Um, push on through? Push on through. We've got to rip. Got to rip. Got to rip. Let's go. Tom, Eddie, the Northern Dribbler here of English fan. Um, just wondering, what's the longest game appeal you've ever watched? I've just watched my teammates, both brothers, both dribblers, play a game appeal, and I think it lasted 24 minutes. Absolutely fucking shite. Anyway, beer soon. Shout out to K.O. Shout out to K.O. Shout out to K.O. Um, listen, I think that I've seen games go longer than 24 minutes, particularly when you're pissed. I think you and I have come in off like a, maybe, you know, a, a bit of a pool hiatus before. And you're right, probably a couple on board and go like, holy fuck, this game will not end. Like put someone put me out of my misery. I've seen some games go for longer than 24 minutes. I'll give you the I'm pretty sure, actually, shit. grand final night last year, the NRL, like, there yes. were some games yeah, that... Was, yeah, they went for 45 minutes yeah, an yeah, hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think when you've got the pressure of, like, someone with a coin on the table, that maybe, like, it somehow speeds it up. But when you're just in here and there's no... Other than the pressure of just being boring as fuck. There, are, there is also situations that arise where, like, you'll have... My balls are at one end of the table and yours are at the other, and you've just got to go the long shots, and nothing ever gets nothing done. Nothing goes in. Nothing, nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. Absolutely nothing gets you done. You go down that end, and I try and keep the ball away from yours, and then you get on your end, keep it away from mine, but we're not sinking any. No, no, no. We're not sinking jack shit. So shout out to, my, to our English friends yeah. and English dribblers. But I'll, I'll give you the fucking odd tip count in 24 minutes. Has yeah, no. been bested, bested. In, this, in this very room. Yeah. And also shout out to KO. Not an ad, but they mentioned it. They did. So, yeah. Be rude of us not to point that out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Internet struggling. Yeah, g'day boys. It's the Cattle Bar and Dribbler here. Just uh, listening to the potty and um, enjoying the rhetoric about the you know, 12 holes of golf being enough. Um, and it uh, took me back to a time when we played a game of golf with the great Jeff Athletic down uh, at Mollymook. Um, as you know, accomplishment, accomplished sportsman, but uh, definitely not accomplished golf player. Um, Jeff's shanked one into the timber there at Molly Mook and um, thought that uh, he'd beat the beat the crowd and um, trick the boys by picking it up and throwing it um, back onto the fairway, only to throw the ball as hard as he could straight into a tree in front of the wind. Ricochets up the tree and goes behind where the uh, original shot was taken. Um, and some good Samaritan golfers on the, the the fairway over they alluded us to this uh, and said he he picked it up and he was trying to throw it back onto the fairway. So here's the Jeff Athletic. It's not an ad, but it's an ad. Go to my roosters. Thanks, boys. Fucking Jeff Athletic. Look, I he, didn't I didn't think Jeff would have that sort of behaviour in him. No, but you know what? I think he might if you got a if he's got a couple on board, he can become a you know wild bit of gear. Right. Now he's an accomplished footballer. He was an Australian schoolboys uh, rugby player. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he was an animal. Maybe that hand-eye coordination stuff, you know, he was a flanker, so it wasn't like he was having to do heaps of, like, you know, ball playing. Mm. But hand-eye, probably not where his strong suit is, just, you know, knowing him as well as we do. He's probably similar to you. 
in that you don't have hand-eye coordination, but obviously you're not similar in the fact that you didn't play Australian schoolboys rugby union. No, I didn't. Um, I don't know if that shocks anyone. No, but you know, I so it's look. Is it play on trying to throw your golf ball onto a fairway? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Unless, of course, you were playing best ball and then, given yours is in the fucking scrub, probably not the best ball yeah. and you're trying to get it back in. Otherwise, it's probably a little bit uncouth, Josh. <laughs> yeah, listen, we're going to... we're gonna. I'll let this one slide because you're yeah, a great yeah. guy. Well, he's a great, we go to him for training, you're not great, for golf. You're a great guy, right? And, and, and I'll put this down as like a, a one-off. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me either. You wouldn't, want to get a, you wouldn't want to get a name for yourself, though. Listen, it wouldn't surprise me if this dribbler here... Because, I mean, I know Josh of Jeff Athletic fame. I don't know who the fuck that dribbler is. Would it surprise you if it was some, like, uh, you know, rival fitness guy who's calling up to try and sully the good name of the great Jeff Athletic? Trying to sully the fucking waters? Yeah. Is this... A, if we stumbled into a personal training beef... That wouldn't shock me. No, it wouldn't. Because Jeff Athletic, uh, you know, he's humming at the moment, pumping. Well, you, but you weren't sh- that shocked by. I'm not shocked that he's shanking balls by Jeff with a couple on board. Oh, I'm not saying that a couple on board means he's going to start throwing balls onto a fairway. I just know that Jeff with a couple on board, he won't spit a full rum and coke into my face. Yeah. Uh, at the Oak one night. So there's a bit of that, the bit of that wall. Yeah, boy. yeah. But it wasn't even aggressive. He just did it, and I just stood there with rum and coke dripping down my face. And went, well, that was. You would have liked that. Mm, yeah, I loved it. You would have liked it. Did you no. go home? Uh, no, but I wasn't happy about it. I went to the bathroom and rinsed myself. Didn't matter because I had rum and coke all down my chest, so my belly button was sticky. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Shout out to Jeff Athletic. I call bullshit on that, on that dribble. I'm Team Jeff. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Tobler, punters and dribblers. It's a stats fan back with a cricket dribble. There was some debate at the time about making a fast bowler our test captain. So now that Pat has had a minute in the role, let's check the report card and see how he stacks up. His Please. record after 13 tests as captain is eight wins, one loss, which is a very credible 61.5% win ratio. Compared to some other notables, way ahead of him we have Steve Waugh, 72%. And just ahead of him are Bradman, 63%, and Punter, 62%. And I think we can all agree that they probably have better teams at their disposal than Pat currently does. Interestingly, trailing behind Pat, uh, Smudge, 56%, Taylor, 52%, Pup, 51%, Payne, 47 and Border, 34%. So it's early days for Pat, and there are some big series ahead this year, no doubt. But he has certainly proven to be absolutely up to the task. Be soon. Love it. Okay. That's Did that's some nice context. Saw this the other day on the weekend. I don't know which women's weekly it was in. Probably the Daily Telegraph. The mantra for the Australian Test cricket team has been taken or inspired by our dear friend, the one and only Ned Brockman. In the paper one of the things was about the side and it was like, uh, fuck, now I can't even remember the goddamn, it was like, keep showing up, but like, which was Ned, like just keep showing up, but it was like, whatever whatever it takes or whatever's necessary. I got to try and find it now. Can you try and find yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I've got it here. Which um, one? Is articles it? loading. Yeah, okay. Oh, but fuck, I'm not subscribed. We have a login. You should know the passwords. It's for the Chronicle. I don't even know what that is. 
I don't think we've got a password for, this, for the Chronicle. Oh, no, it's no, the it's, they're all owned by the same. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, right. Um, whatever. Just keep turning up. One, but like, just keep showing up. Showing up. Just keep turning up. Sorry, Ned, for butchering your fucking sayings. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Just keep turning up. That might be it. Anyway, just that Ned Brockman's been like, he's been used as motivation for the tour of India, which is just around the fucking corner, mind you. Yeah, it is. Ninth. It is the ninth. ninth, just around the corner. The I ninth. can see it. The ninth. Ned has inspired the test cricket side, which is horny as fuck. What's even hornier? I saw this on Instagram the other day, and it's just casually, it's Ned Brockman at the golf course with Hamish Blake and Pat Cummins. I know. I just saw that yeah. and I'm like, this yeah. motherfucker. He's starting to rub shoulders. Mate, his shoulders are being rubbed to the ninja of their life, dude. Yeah, with a couple of real heavies. Just as casual as you like. They're just sitting there. And he hit a good shot as well. Like, obviously, he's he just did. a natural, like, athlete. Of course he did. But he's sitting there just crunching them with, with Hamish of Hamish and Andy fame and Pat Cummins of Test Captain fame. Of second most important job in the country fame. Arguably the most Arguably important. the most but just, I just saw, it just was all, it was a, I saw that in the paper and then I've seen that and I'm like, what, what a fucking Well, he's earned life. the right though. Oh, he's yeah, right. absolutely. He's earned the right. Mate, they're lucky to be playing golf with him. Correct. Correct, Tom. What would Brockman do? What uh, would Brockman do? That's what gets me out of bed every day. Yep. Yeah. Keep trucking up. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Dave, Cobbler, Hunters and the Dribblers. Um, I've just had this question that's been bugging me and I thought, who better to ask than you, blokes? Um, I've just been wondering, how do you reckon that they get the sharks into SeaWorld? Because I've been thinking about it. I've got two theories. The first is there's a tunnel under SeaWorld that they chase the sharks into. I thought that would be a bit red hot chasing the sharks. So the second I came up with is that they swing them in on a chopper. But after the other day... I don't think they'll be doing that anymore. But um, oh. I just thought I'd ask you, boys, just, to be honest, I'm a bit at sea about it. So, uh, pardon the shit, shit puns. Uh, fuck the fish. Animal in captivity forever. Uh, uru. Okay. Okay. I have got to be honest with you, sir. I have spent zero time in my life thinking about how they get sharks into SeaWorld. I will say this as well. They don't do great whites. Great whites can't survive in captivity, so it's usually just your grey nurses, things like that. Your hammerheads, Tom. Hammerheads, your, your reef sharks, you know, a few of those ones that you don't know what they are, but you know there are shark sharks. I think... If we're looking at your your bigger ticket item, like they but they wouldn't they wouldn't move them in tanks, would they? Would they just fucking? You'd have to move them in a tank. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Do they move them in tanks? Listen, you're not gonna. I do like his theory of chasing them into a tunnel. I don't know how that would work operationally, but I don't rule it out. Like, I think you're not choppering it. Like, do they well, do they catch them and drag them behind boats? Like, what? No, you know when you see them like tag them though in like your Shark Week documentaries, yeah. and they get them to like swim al- alongside the boat, and then they like put the thing under them and lift them up, and yeah. they sort of sit. Yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what you do, and then you put them into a tank. Wouldn't surprise me if they put them in the back of like a. You know, you see those tank the the, the, the trucks that drive around with like petrol in them. Oh, you, oh, okay. Like one of those cyl- cylindrical. Tanks. Cylindrical operators. Yeah, right. Ones, yes. Water. I tell you what, you'd be... 
you'd be a smart man or woman if you were to have a big like sort of glass bottom boat sort of a tank but not bottom just the whole tank's glass with water in it with a lid with a lid one that you can take off, though, you have to put some feed in there. Yes, and you just cruise through the streets with some sharks in there. Obviously, on their way to so so maybe you could take take them out for the day. So instead of going to the aquarium, we're bringing the aquarium to, to the you. to you, the punter and the jeweler. and this, these trucks are just going to drive around with a couple of sharks on board for the kiddies. Yeah, get it down to a local footy game. You know, like come and have a look at the sharks. Shark, sharks. shark tank, uh. shark tank. Uh. Shark tanker, yeah. But you get the fish, dolphins. Get the fish down to a bloody Redcliffe game. Couple of dolphins in a tank. Oh, so there's dolphins at the game. At the game. Shout out to the what Miami better Dolphins way, what, who used to have, I what, think, Face Ventura was true, they used to have a dolphin at the game. Have a dolphin at the game. What better way to inspire the men. Or women. Than with dolphins. Nipping Pitch side. Yeah. Eels. You have they, a could do a, they could do a halftime show, Tom. That's a couple of flips. A couple of flips. Now obviously, they're oppressed and they're captured and they want to be living in the wild. So, you know, it's it's not all fun and games. Yeah, you call it flip for freedom. There you go. If you if you kick a goal yeah. with your flippers, yeah. then you get your freedom. You get your freedom. Slot it from the sideline. Win the crowd, win your freedom. That sort of thing. Yeah, I don't hate that. Now, obviously, that took a turn, but I, I mean, I, I, I don't hate that idea. I don't hate it either. It worked for fucking that guy in Gladiator. It did work for that guy in Gladiator. Dave, let's move on. <laughs> Can't remember his name. Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. This is a trap, by the way. With a little understanding, you can find the perfect blend. Neighbours. Should be there for one another. That's when good neighbors become good friends. Well, hello, gentlemen. It's your boy Ken from Kensington dribbling in. And I must say, Kenny's got a bit of a spring in his step this morning, knowing that Sydney's sexiest quizmaster, David Bloom, is now sharing the same postcode as Sydney's sexiest male masseuse. And no, I'm not talking about that Cambodian companion of yours, boss, Tommy. No, no, no. I'm talking about big, bad Kenny over here. Now, David, I know you'll probably get a thrill out of asking all the questions down at the watering hole, but how about we flip the script and you have a crack at answering one of my own questions, eh, big shot? All right, buzzers ready? Okay. What's long, hard, and full of semen? My penis. Later, boys. <laughs> that was... Pretty good. Yeah. No, I've got to give it to Keno there. That nah, was pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was almost Keno's best. Yeah, I really liked it. He starts off with the neighbours, did he, to get, to get us nostalgic, bring back neighbours. In fact, I think they are bringing back neighbours after one year. Are they? I did hear that somewhere. I read that somewhere. I don't know if that's true, Dave. You could find that out. Um, but to start off with a nice nostalgic uh, soap diddy mm. like that into a semen joke... Well, it was a it was it was a it was a joke framed as a question because yeah. obviously young David now, you know, runs a trivia night yeah, or nights. He's a quiz guy, depending on the week. Night nights, nights nights. Uh, quiz guy, quiz guy. Yeah, liked it though. Can I liked yeah. it? Mm, Thanks, I have bro. been reminded of by a few dribblers that I now live in close proximity to Ken from Kensington. Yeah, you and do. 
after listening to that last night, after also watching the film The Ring, I did not sleep much last night. Every sound I heard, I thought, could have been Ken at my Ken, window. Coming yeah. for your ring. Yeah, yeah. coming exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I'm Ken's worried. got his eyes on one ring. Yeah. Your ring. That yeah. little that little D or Dave, do it. Yeah. D or do it. Yeah. I'm sleeping with one eye open, that's for sure. Yeah, your, your bum hole. <laughs> your brown eye. Okay, let's move on. Thanks, Ken. Jesus Christ. Guys, Palmer's Island dribbler here. I have one of those ab stimulators. That thing actually bloody works. I bought it to help my shitty back. As you know, stronger abba-dabba-doos usually helps with the Gary Jack. I use it a lot, but I also get blokes down my throat a lot. So the results aren't the best. Another note, which one of you blokes used to deliver flowers for me brother-in-law, Kieran, at my flower man, not an ad, but an ad from a dad. Kieran, aka Uncle K, said to tell your mate Streety, he's going to tell him up when they eventually play golf. Catch it, boys. Love your work. Was that you? I delivered flowers for my flower man for three days, and <laughs> they didn't require my services after that. It was not great. That was after I got laid off from radio, and I was about to have a child, and things got very tough. And weren't they going to pay you per hour or per flowers delivered? Yeah, there was something there. And my, shout out to my flower man. I can't remember exactly how they were going to get me. I felt like it wasn't going to be lucrative either way. Yeah. And that's really? not on them. That's just the nature probably of the flower delivery game. Tough, um, game. tough game. But I did deliver flowers. And Streety, Streety didn't deliver flowers, but I think he, he put me onto him because that was his cafe he'd go to every day. So it's like a flower shop and a cafe in Bondi. That being said, the ab thing, uh, it's exciting to know that if you were to eat right and do right, that maybe it does work and help your back. Tom, your I, Tom I expect results. You know, we were talking about it last week and I was talking about the TENS machine, which was for like pregnant women. Yep. Some dribbler, I think he may have put it on the P's and D's, don't remember your name, sorry, bro, but he was like, just so happens that his wife started trying to shame him for like not knowing baby shit. And she brought it. You don't even know what a fucking TENS machine is. And it just so happened he just listened to the podcast. And he's like, uh, fuck off, I don't. And went and explained it and just floored her. And he's like, thank God for Hello Sport. So <laughs> you're welcome, brah. You're welcome. You are welcome. That's what we're here for. Helping out the punter and the dribbler. And the shout out to flower delivery people everywhere. You keep the flowers moving. I love flowers. Without flowers, straight stops. Yep. All right, last dribble. Great T-shirt, that. Yeah, right, mate. So, I know you get this a lot, but first time caller, long time listener. But I am also, you could say, a friend of Cobbler. And I'm over the bullshit this guy keeps, keeps on receiving from you too. All right? Mm, okay. You know what? I know you have to blame someone, but I reckon you blame Dave. What's he got going on? Cobbler's got everything going on. He's a Manly Seagull supporter. That's probably that's about it. But just leave Tobler alone. As Britney Spears' supporter said that time, leave Tobler alone. Sounds like sounds like some moles at Big Tobler are calling up the podcast trying to... Do you recognise that voice? Oh, slightly, but it could be from one of the many Tobler supporters out there, and I appreciate the call for support. Um, that sounds like a sounds horse like voice a lovely there. young man. Have you, you been ripping and tearing on the weekend? Well, not... 
Well, kind of. It was, he was hottest singing, 100 days hottest Saturday, so that was a big day. So singing the hottest 100. What do you mean singing? Well, like, as in singing all the songs that came on? Yeah. <laughs> no, not quite. He, he's, he wasn't drinking, so he's just singing. Oh, you're still not drinking. Yeah, Sober Soldier. I got like a week left. And so you didn't, so you went to a Hottest 100 party, didn't drink and just sang, and that's why your voice is gone? Well, no, I was kind of vaping all day in the absence of alcohol, which I think did a bit of damage on the throat. But I do singing in there as but well. But were you singing or not? Um, which one did you belt the loudest when the song came on? Fuck. Can't remember. Were you happy that Flume won? Yes. I I feel like I don't know that fucking song. Can you get it up? Yeah. Obviously, we'll have to like take play on the a bit of it or something. But I wasn't listening to the Hottest One Hundred. I've always like I've always enjoyed the Hottest One Hundred. I don't know if it's a sign that I'm a fucking. I just, to be honest, think that I just I don't. My interests are no longer focused on fucking music all that much. So I'm not paying attention to what's going on. But I was sitting at home. And it was just me and my sister after Evie's birthday had wound down. And I, was, I just whacked the Hottest 100 on. It was in the 50s. And I was like, there was a four-song stretch of some of the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, I feel like the top 10, top 20s where you're getting your good stuff. But, mate, it's, it's pretty fucking grim. There's some grim... Uh, there's it's, some it's grim pretty, It's pretty grim when you're in the 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s. Like, you might get a gem here or there, but generally... Or you'll get one where you go, this is a good song. I don't know how the fuck it was not higher up. Flume, one of the uh, Flume now, I think only one of two other people to have to have won it twice. I don't know if I've heard this song. I don't know if I have either. Just waiting. Just waiting for it to kick off. Yeah, I've heard it. Have you? Yep. I haven't yet. I need to wait for the chorus. Heard it? No. No. Is this the chorus? Yeah. The video clip's pretty fucking hectic. Um, Henry Stone directed it. Good dude. You know Henry? I have been in one of his productions. There you go. What production were you in? It was a comedy special from Sam Campbell. There you bloody go. Um, nice. What Flume. Flume. I've not heard that song. The video clip's very etch. Um, but yeah, him. it's now him and Powderfinger who've won it twice. Powderfinger wow. did t- 99 2000 back mm. to back. Can you tell uh, what yeah, songs no, were that's they? True. Uh, yeah, the songs. I also, yeah, so Powderfinger. Um, Shout out to Powderfinger. Dude, I want to get our boy fucking yeah, Bernard fuck on. Fuck yeah. I'm pretty sure these days. Our boy. Well. Our boy. Our mate Bernard. Shout out to you, Bernard. One of the greats. I'd love to get Bernard on. I was Same in bit. Queensland. Like, I'd go We'd up fly there. Up. I'd, I'd fly, fly up I'd there. I'd fly for Bernard. But I don't know if he'd, like, want us in his physical space. He might be like, hey, just do, just do a Zoom, buddy. Yeah, but Bernard might also want us. He might also want. He might want us in his physical space, Tom. He might. He might. And I'm not going to deny Bernard the opportunity to have us in, in his, his physical, physical space. space. I'd love to. I'd love to be in his physical space. And he's a Byron while. guy, so just we got to nip up to Byron. Got to for a couple of days. Sorry, well a week, probably a week, because I mean we might. Because Bernard's to, busy and we don't know when. We don't know when. It's like we just got to be ready. Um, and then you know, obviously, we want to edit it and make sure that like you know the most extra stuff. We just got to be willing and able for yep. Bernard. Yep. 
of back-to-back fucking host 100 for mm. these days in my happiness dude Makes what about sense. two fucking tracks to back-to-back it with now are they the same album oh i don't know if they were the same album that would be interesting. It wouldn't make sense necessarily, I guess, because you're releasing an album all at once. But like, but it could have been a single, single. Yeah, singles released at different times. Huh? Um, that was off that one album where there's them jumping into the pool. Can't remember what it's called. Odyssey number five. Because it's kind of like if it's not, you've also released two fucking heavy albums. I mean, heavy in a yeah, good it was way. the same same album. album. Yeah, crazy. That's fucking cool. That Burn is cool. It. They had the record up until this year of most songs ever in the hottest 100, but Hilltop Hoods just Hilltop took Hoods. Off. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I Did like they? That. I like yeah. Hilltop. Dude, yeah. Hilltop Hoods 23. Like it's also Hilltop. much like the Grand Slams. Hilltop Hoods 23, and then it's Powderfinger and Foo Fighters on 22 each. Mm. Is that right? There you go. Did a bit of fucking hottest 100 research. Uh, Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Anyway, um, one thing before we go. Yeah, mate. Kyle Chalmers. Yep. Of swimming fucking juggernaut fame. I don't know whether this is a correct take here. I'm not... I'm asking the question of you, Eddie, of Dave, of Tobler, of the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. Now, we know, like, he had uh, the the dramas in regards to, like, the way people were talking about Cody Simpson and... The menage. Emma McEwen. McKeon. McKeon and McKeon. Kaylee McEwen. Emma McKeon. And and Cody Simpson. Mm. And then... Fucking, he used to be with Emma McEwen, all that shit. Winner. We get it. But then, everything has just been like, he, I haven't heard them talk about it really. I've heard him talk about it all the time. And him talk about how he didn't like that people were talking about it and it was just after this race. And then he's come out again on a podcast and talked about it again. And he, you know, he said there was like things that like had that, uh, the Big Deal podcast is what he said it on. And... I remember the time, like he said, you know, he's gone through some depression and shit. And like, that's obviously, no, you know, you feel awful for anyone who's dealing with that stuff. But he just keeps fucking talking about it. I'm like, bruh, obviously it's your story. Talk about it as much as you want. But if it's not going away because you keep talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Someone needs to give him a fucking quick breakdown in like media 101. The more you talk about it, the more you fan the flame. You're just bruh. keeping the shit in the news, dude. Otherwise, no one gives a fuck. Otherwise. So he goes, but Chalmers said uh, it was an interview with Gian Rooney last May after he won the 50-meter butterfly at the Australian National Championships that really proved a turning point for him and knocked him around massively when asked about Simpson's disappointment. I got out of the pool. It was my first comp back from shoulder surgery. I just won a national title in my fifth different individual event. I'd swum a personal best time after shoulder surgery in the 50 butterfly. I was pumped, really, really excited and happy about it all. Got out of the pool and not one positive comment came from her, he said on the Big Deal podcast. She just drove straight into negativity. For me, Gian's been in the sport for a very long time, so she understands swimming. She understands the top two are the people who go for the major competition. And if you don't, then that's just unfortunate. Try again next year. This is all around how he pulled out of like the world champ. Like, yes. He pulled out of the world yeah, championships. Yeah, yeah. Cody made it. Then he went back and was like, oh, actually, no, I'm going to do it now. Kind of sucked that someone had quite a personal lot to do with me. Uh, David, no, thing for me. He's like, I'm not going to speak to anyone on the pool deck now because uh, of what happened. Mate. And all she asked, <laughs> like, again, let's, like, I get it. it was, it's a bit of a touchy subject, but she was like asking him about the fact that he'd backflipped on his decision to compete in the competition because it meant Cody couldn't compete. I don't even think it's that. The way that the question read, which was like, just inquiring about the thought process around like, you know, having you're changing your mind, but it means one of your teammates is missing out. Like, how does that feel? Sure, she could have asked you about it, your national championship swim. 
and maybe she should have. But I'm like, this is just going on too long now. It's well, it's absurd now. It's absurd. It's just going on too long. Who gives a fuck, mate? It no wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't great. And again, I don't know what it's like to be blown up in the media and have your public shit talked about. That I can completely understand is not great. But the, the, the tone of the question wasn't about that specifically. And I just think like it just keeps going on. Every time I see a Kyle Chalmers thing, it's about him talking about this thing that he doesn't want to talk about anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about this thing that you hate talking about. Talk and about it if the- you want, but don't talk about it like not stopping when you just keep talking about it. I don't know. No, I'm with you. It was just, it's... You just advice with Tom. If, if, hey, listen, if I'm wrong, if I'm missing something, happy to... But I just don't see what, why the fuck I keep hearing about this thing. Pack her up. Pack her up. Literally and metaphorically, because we're packing them up. Pack we're her up. We're done. Pack her up. Uh, see ya Thursday for an interview pod. See you then. Bye-bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? Partners and dribblers, just need to tell you about uh, the number one rosé ever created. That is uh, Big Day Rosé. Your boys here, obviously, Rosé Barons, amongst other things. Don't mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's light, in colour, dry, and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it. Whenever you want it. Well, type thing. The the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge, just getting cold as fuck. You've always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. And fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, real fuck well, me drink eyes. Me a eyes. lingering stare. Yes. And had friends over the other night, and obviously I was like, I slipped a bottle out for everyone. Getting stares? Getting, I was getting stares. It was sort of like whistling at me from the fridge. <laughs> Got out there, ripped the top off it, and we all enjoyed it. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Like, they're just, a rose doesn't get better. Still rose drinking season two, it's, in earnest. Oh, God, yeah. It's she fucking won't. hot as shit. 37, 38. They're talking 40 this week, mate. 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rosé drinking season? It is. If you Come haven't got on. any, if you haven't got any, get some. Get some now while the getting's good because the getting won't be good for much longer. Hellosport.shop. Big day rosé. Get You're it. Welcome. Get, get it down. You gob. <laughs>